0: afraid of the size of her opening so she goes to her mother she says what am i gonna do i'm so big down there when i marry harry he's gonna divorce me her mother says don't worry sweetheart it runs in the family do what i did when i married your father go to the market get some raw liver put it in there i'll never know the difference so she does they have eight hours of sex after their marriage she wakes up at 10 o'clock he's gone but there's a note on her pillow it says my darling harriet to think that i waited a year to consummate our love relationship makes my heart beat so loud. i'm surprised it didn't wake you up The only reason I'm not here now, darling, is I'm at work to make enough money to buy you a house, a picket fence, we'll have dogs and children. When the five o'clock dinner bell rings, I will be home like the winged gossamer of your love in your arms, your loving husband. P.S. Your cunt is in the sink.
1: To another fun-filled edition of the Arnie Station. I'm fired up. I I, I mean, I'm fired up for so many reasons, and I, and it's Monday.
2: It's T-shirt time? Oh, no oh hell yes, it time. is. Yeah, it is 12-10. It's T-shirt
3: time. T-shirt time.
2: It's T-shirt time. Yeah, yeah. knows oh, yeah. it's T-shirt time. So nice.
3: T-shirt time. It's
2: T-shirt time. Oh, my God. I'm just you trying to let everybody know so they put their t-shirts
1: on. Y'all, look at my new shirt. Yeah, uh, today's shirt, uh, thanks to Dan for sending one. This is one of two. Tomorrow I will be wearing the other one. Today's shirt is, th- this is probably one of the most special shirts I own. Um, it's a drawing pictorial of the Sportatorium in Dallas. the The wrestling home of world-class championship wrestling. This is where Stone Cold Steve Austin trained. From nineteen thirty-five to two thousand three on Katie Industrial. But this I cherish this shirt. This shirt is fantastic. But you know what else? Woo! Today is also something else. Hold on a second. We we need the proper music here. A- and uh as you want. No, 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 not that one here. Uh no, not that. Where where where's the, the the where oh music beds? I need to be in the music beds here. Uh maybe this yeah, this one'll do. You know what today is? And he just dropped them off. I haven't had time to go out and get them. Today is new sandals day. Woo! New sandals. I'm going to get him. Hold on. Bubba's sniffing them now uh, for New Sandals Day. Uh, uh, yeah. Are we good with the music? Okay, all right, let's see. Got to get the knife. Got to open them up. Uh, I've been needing a pair of brown sandals because I don't have any brown sandals. And I don't like the ones that Crocs have put out, and I don't like this. So I found a pair of Doc Martens that I liked. Well, something happened, and those didn't come. Then I saw an ad. For this shoe company that I really, really like. I Had a pair of their golf shoes a long time ago. They're called Allen Edmonds. Allen Edmonds are fantastic shoes. Bubba, get your ass back. Get back on the couch. Now, and also I love Harachi style sandals. I don't know why, I just do. Here we go. The unboxing of the Allen Edmonds. And they were 40% off and they were still expensive to sell. Oh my God, these are gorgeous. Holy shit, are these something else. Let's put them on. Oh I'll have oh ho, 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 daddy. Oh. Ho, 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 ho. Oh daddy is quite happy with his purchase here. Oh. Ho, ho, ho. Oh yeah, these these are going to be the fancy sandals. These are the going out sandals right here. Like if if, if I, oh whenever Brady kid and I decide to go out on a date night or something, boy, oh, we're wearing these Hurachi Allen Edmonds. Tell you that right now. Get back, dog. What the hell is wrong with you? Now, come on, Bubba. I don't want your damn slobber in my shoes yet. All right, good. Now I got to put the other sandals on because sandal day was an excellent, absolute new sandal day was, uh, has put me in a better mood. But let me just tell you. Let me tell you. I'm going to say some good mornings to you. And, um. I posted something on the old social medias last night. I made someone cry yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I did. I made someone cry yesterday, and I'm going to tell you all about it. First, of all, let, let me say good morning to everybody. Let, let, let's get the show rolling. Before I tell you, the story of the weekend, all 100% true. Every one of these stories is 100% true. Uh, let's see. First one here, it looks like it was gold. He says, good morning, ass. Let's kick Monday's ass. Damn right we will. You're damn right we're going to kick its ass. Looky there. Second one here. Oh, my gosh. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. I do it all
4: the time. The boss man takes
3: my freedom and- Alicia
1: says, morning, Ass Fam. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. Just got off work, so I'll most likely miss today's show, but wanted to pop in and wish everyone a happy start to the week. Well, uh, Alicia, have a great day today. Andrew says, all work and no ass makes Andrew a dull boy. Indeed. Battleborn in Nebraska says, good morning, Dr. Arnie and Ass Family. Monday can be over already, but first I need some ass. Well, you're going to get some. Morning, ass family. Hashtag TL2024. Hashtag Dr. States. Thank you, swoosh. And he says, Hunter Biden's theme song. Uh, yeah, the uh, all lit up again. Hockey player says, Good morning, ass family, and Dr. States. Get us through this Monday. I I will do my very very best.
2: Oh my lucky stars!
1: The one, the only bratty kid is all up in the house i played that one the other day i'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all yes time you, are. you are one
5: of the best singers one of the best looking motherfuckers you've ever seen yeah you hold my drink bitch mm-hmm.
1: i sneak into hospitals and kiss coma patients i knew you did that bratty kid you have a great day she says ugh freak music this is the music we listen to in the truck when arnie's going to lose his shit very very true uh that's what's called foreshadowing Good Darren says, good morning, ass family. Sanchez family says, holy shit, look at them donuts. We got donuts? Seriously? There, there, there's, there's donuts somewhere? I didn't see any donuts. I mean, my God. Hey,
3: konnichiwa, bud. What's up? How's it going? Domo not move. Arigato. Round here,
1: we
2: speak American. Okay, bud.
1: Ah, uh, Mage is all up in the house. He says, good morning, ass and AIG. So happy to be here. For Arnie today, I will show you how to write Arnie in Japanese, and he put some squiggly lines in there. Japanese language has three alphabets, and this type is used to write foreign names. All right, cool. Still want the letter A hat, though. Japanese letter A hat. Uh, yeah, looking for that.
3: Well, la freaking die?
1: God! Fire says, Arnie, do you know how much we love the show? Well, thank you, my friend. He says, thank you. I, you got, I'm the one that should be thanking you, not you thanking me. Come on now. Uh, my man Derek says, good morning, ass family. Boo Monday. Hey, congratulations. You had a big weekend this weekend. Becca! Hey, 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 Derek, that one gal, that was, that was, she got some tan line boy on her legs. Woo! Man, oh, man. She she gotta get the bottom of her legs in the damn tannin booth soon. Uh right meow says good morning, ass people. Longhorn wiener dead says, good morning, brother. Ass family got me a big glass of that burn orange Kool-Aid and oh, OU still sucks. Uh Texas Orange and White game was this weekend. I don't get all hyped up about that. Longhorns look good against other Longhorns. Fantastic, great. But hey, the season's only about six months away. Five months away? Okay, I can handle. New ha- <laughs> new blisters and corns days. Arnie is now king of the hippies. More wish junk. Bubba's new chew toy. Fucking Bubba puts these in his mouth. That will be the last thing he puts in his mouth. Bubba smells new leather. Num num num. They need to be broken in with Bubba slobber. No, nope. y'all remember when he got those really awesome cloud sandals? He's never worn it. Yeah, these are better than that. Now, now don't. Hey, hey, brady Kid, fuck off. You don't try to take away from fucking New Sandal Day. Uh uh-uh. uh. No 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 no. It's New Sandal Day. Today's a good day. Now, let me pre-warn you. What I'm about to tell you is all truth. All the truth. I, uh, look, when I leave the house, and, and, and Brad Kidd made a funny joke last week, a couple weeks ago. She's like, I got to get you out of the house. You spend too much time at home. There's a reason for that. I'm not good in the world anymore. I'm not. I, I, I just can't. I, I, I can't keep my mouth shut. Now, I don't go out looking for trouble. I'm sure Brady Kid's about to type in. Yes, he does. I do not. I do not go out looking for. I look to go out, and uh, if I'm going to a restaurant, I just, I just want to eat, conversations with the person I'm with, and leave. That's it. Okay, that's it. I I, I, I like the good experience everywhere I go. Does that happen? No, no, it doesn't. We'll start with Friday. Now, Friday's the most lackluster day I have of the weekend because I wasn't feeling good, so we stayed home all day. But it was okay because AMC was showing Caddyshack in the afternoon, and AMC doesn't edit a whole lot. That's the bride's little sister. That's funny. I didn't even notice that on the tan lines. Oh, yeah, tan lines are wow. Looks like she wears, like, fucking Wonder Woman boots all the time, except that day. She got to get some sun. Woo! Now, (coughs) So I, I watched Caddyshack, pretty much recited it line for line. I love the movie. It, it probably it, the, the greatest, one of the greatest comedies of all time. Arnie is the old man in the world. This is lawn. That's what it's turning into, V. Coop. <sighs> Come on, Arnie, this is yesterday. I I promise you, I don't go looking for this shit. So, um... <clears throat> Saturday, we have plans to go to the movies. I go to see Renfield, which, by the way, Christopher, uh, oh, wow, I haven't mentioned Christopher yet this morning. Well, his movie review was up the other day. Christopher, our actual in-house, world-renowned movie reviewer. That's right, I said it, world-renowned. Did an amazing job reviewing Renfield. Well, I watched Renfield on Saturday. My review is up on social media, nowhere near as in-depth as, as Christopher's. I liked it. I love Nick Cage. This is Nick Cage's take on Dracula. It was a fun movie. There, Look, it's not going to win any awards. This is something you want to see. You, you want to see an unedited version of this movie because there's so much violence and there's so much fucking blood. It was a fun time going to the movies, I, I, and I equated it to Cocaine Bear. This is the kind of movie. There's no political messages in there. There's no underline. It, it's just a fun movie to go to. Right meow says we have a pool and a pond. Pond would be good for you. God damn it. I, was, I recited that line. <laughs> that movie's just so funny. There's always stuff in that movie that I find that I just laugh at. <laughs> I'm not your eminency. I'm a man. My name's Fred. You're a bishop. Cowboys girl, good morning, ass family. I survived camping in the desert. Thank God. So Saturday, we drive to the movie theater. And I got a plan, that I, and I love movie theater hot dogs. I was like, oh, didn't eat breakfast. I was like, I'm going to have two hot dogs, going to have some candy and a Dr. Pepper big old dip. Watch Dracula. Can't wait. So we pull into the theater, theater, and it, it, we're going to the first showing uh, at 12.30. Now, there are movies that have started already at, like, noon and one at, like, 11.45. My movie don't start till 12.30, right? Mario Brothers taking over the box office, number one this weekend again. Renfield only made, like, $8 million. Look at that. Christopher gives me the thumbs up. So as we park our car, handicap parking, of course, because, well, I have a placard. As we're walking into the theater, there's this apartment complex or condos that are next to the movie theater. Walking in, I, th- I see three teenagers, I you, three three young men. You can tell because they're they're dressed like you know young men dressed now with the really short shorts, which I still don't understand. They're wearing them short shorts and they're walking dogs. One's got like a Pomeranian. Another one I think is walking a, 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 I don't know, one of those that looks like a fucking Dust Bunny Swiffer. And I think there was a wiener dog in that. Now, look, now, now look, Longhorn Wiener Dad, you don't need to listen to this. Because so I love you like a brother. I hate wiener dogs. I got bit by a wiener dog as a kid. I've always hated wiener dogs. Wiener dogs are never acceptable to me. I, just, I, I don't like them. One bit me, I've never liked them. I ain't afraid of them. I just don't like them. But it made me ask this question. Outside of dog, because I'll, I'll give you that one. I, I mean, th- these guys had these little, like, they, they looked like they bought them at a, at a toy store. I think one's called like a Pomeranian. Looks like a little pom-pom. What's the smallest dog that a man can own? That, that That's the question. I, ladies especially. Like when you meet a man and he's got a dog. What's the smallest dog available? This is is just barely even touching the seal. Because I got to tell you, I was disappointed. I was disappointed that these young men were walking such faggoty dogs. And I don't mean that in a gay way. I mean that as a non-masculine way. That's the way I mean fag. I thought it in my head. Smallest dog in my eyes is a Jack Russell. Hmm. Okay, the Frazier dog. Not bad, not bad. See, see, I was looking I, I was thinking that the smallest dog that a man can own and still be a man. Jack Russell's not bad, Triple T. I would say a bulldog. Like, 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 like a bulldog is probably the smallest dog, and it, it's still a decent sized dog, but you're a man. Hound dog minimum, right meow says the smallest dog a man should own should be an Australian shepherd. A man can have a corgi. Probably not. No, man really can't have a corgi. I was just wondering about that, and I, I was weeping for the youth. I was, I was really weeping for the youth more than anything, that these guys are walking these. I'm like, why are you even walking it? Just lead it out into traffic. Let nature do its job. Uh, gold says right i changed my answer bulldog okay hey you don't have to you don't have to I'm, I'm just saying that was my idea i i now granted i own a french mastiff my dog weighs 200 pounds my next dog basset hound that it, not very small but hey okay that smallest dog available I, i'll give you that one 30 pounds and up for a dog i can go with that i can go with that that's not bad If you shit bigger than your dog, and I don't talk about you, I'm not talking about your dog shit, I'm talking about if you can take a shit that's bigger than your dog, then that's not the right dog for you, if you're a man. At least they weren't walking cats, that's very true. Do you know who did that once? Chris Payne. I'm not kidding. He put his cats, when he had two of them, (laughs) where they killed themselves. I shouldn't say that's so mean. He was so broken up over those cat, that one cat dying. Oh man, called me crying. But he did walk his cats once, on a leash. And I thought to myself, Jesus Christ, the world is ending. Weiner dogs rule. Okay, hey, Longhorn wiener dog. That that like I said, like like I said, you're out of the conversation because I love you. How about this? You got to use uh, your knees if bending over to pick them up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can pick up those little rainies, but it'll fucking palm them like a basketball. But that was just the appetizer. This is, by the way, Saturday is the appetizer for Sunday, which was the main course. So we go into the theater. Now, mind you, I told you. We were going to the first showing of Renfield at 12.30. Yet two movies had started before that time. One of those being Super Mario Brothers, which won the box office again this weekend, which means it was very popular and there was a lot of people going to the theaters. On a Saturday, 12.30, we bought our tickets online so we could just go in, go to the snack bar, Wait behind morons, which they were, but I, I, I look, I, I, I've settled into that. I've settled in, I'm going to wait on stupid people in line. Because people want to look at the menu, and they want to ask this, and they want to, you're at the fucking movie theater, this is not a Michelin-starred fucking restaurant. Now, I see them handing out hot dogs to people. I'm like, okay, they got hot dogs, and I can look over, and I see the hot dog roller, and it's got like 500 hot dogs on there. I'm like, kick ass, they got hot dogs, it's going to be a good day. Now, I want to put a, a, a pin in the story, and go back to uh, when I saw the movie Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire. This was a big deal. <clears throat> see, this is a long, long time ago. See, uh, like, like, you got to go back in time. Hold on, let me get the right music here. And I remember I saw it at the movie theater in Sacramento over off of uh, Eureka and 80. O- over there by the In-N-Out Burger, the big UA movie theater. Now I remember I got to the movie theater. The movie started at 1130. I went there after the show that I was doing. And this was the third showing already. They, they had started showing in at like 10.30. So uh, the 11.30 show, I got tickets for. It's going to be me, the producer of the show, Nick, and somebody else from the show. Because we were big excited about the Spider-Man movie. And I remember I walked in at 11.30, and I said, I'll have two hot dogs, please. See, because my love of hot dogs has lasted my entire life, especially movie theater hot dogs. For some reason, they're really good. Third showing, they did not have hot dogs ready back then. And I about lost my shit. Almost got banned from that theater. But I said, okay, all right, whatever. Now, pin back in. I don't know when Spider-Man 2 came out 15 years ago, 16 years ago. You would think that movie theaters have evolved a little bit since then. I mean, you know, you don't buy tickets there pretty much anymore. We get to the front of the line. We order hot dogs. Order three hot dogs. Brady kid wants a hot dog. I got two. Medium Dr Pepper, courtesy cup. That's when we're informed, as I see all the hot dogs on the spinner, that hot dogs are not available. <coughs> I said, they're not available. You just handed somebody. Well, th- these aren't ready. They ain't going to be ready for like 10 minutes. <clears throat> I said, okay, where's your manager? They pointed out this foreign kid. And I walked over to him. I said, you the manager? He goes, yeah, yes, sir. Konnichiwa. I don't think he said konnichiwa. I don't think he was Japanese. I looked at him. I said, hey, can you answer me a question? He goes, yes, sir. And I said, "Um, why is it that on a busy weekend that y'all don't have hot dogs ready and there have been movies that have been showing for the last 45 minutes that y'all don't have no hot dogs ready? Why is that? Oh, hockey player, thank you. June 30th, 2004, Spider-Man. That's exactly when it was. Thank you very much. I said, hey, can you tell me why you don't have any hot dogs ready? And he goes, well, that's a good question. Now, that almost made me made me grab the top of his head and bash him into the bar in front of me. When well, he said, well, that's a good question. I, I'm like, yeah, it is a good question because I want some hot dogs. Well, uh, we, we can bring them to you. I said, no, it's not about bringing them to me in the theater. It's about preparation. Why are you not prepared? Why are those doors open? If you aren't ready to go, then don't open those doors. But I guess we don't live in that world anymore. So then, a Kid, who was hungry, I was starving. I didn't eat. I refused. I said, fuck you. I'll eat my Reese's pieces that we stole or paid for. <laughs> I'll eat those. I'll eat those and have my Dr. Pepper and chew tobacco during this movie. That's all I'll do. Now she was hungry because she had worked already, so she had to get some food. I understand totally. She ordered a pizza. She says, that pizza will be oh, it'll be five minutes. Five minutes. we well, ain't got no fucking. And, and they have a little pizza slot out front. They didn't have no fucking pizzas ready neither. By the way, pizza takes like 15 fucking minutes. So we had to stand there and wait. And this poor fucking manager is just looking right at us. And I'm just shaking my head like, you fucking idiot. And this is the honesty and the integrity of Braddy Kid. This is what keeps me. Level. Dude brings out two pizzas. Braddy Brady Kidd says, I only ordered one. Did you charge me for two? They checked the receipt. Only charged her for one. She goes, okay, and she only took the one. We could have taken the two, but no, we ain't going to do that. I love how bougie you are. Oh, I, I am the most bougie person you'll ever meet, Steph. So needless to say, I didn't get it. And I told them I'm going to write the corporation. I'm not going to write the corporation. You know why? Because they aren't going to fix it. So I see the movie. Great movie. Have fun. Leave. Day's over. And now it's time for fucking Sunday. Yesterday morning, wake up, I have work to do for the show, prep work, you know, unlike what they do at the movie theater. They don't do any kind of preparation work at the movie theater. I have to do prep work, though. See, I have to get cool stuff like the new openers and things like this, like the one I played today. A woman's
0: very afraid of the size of her opening.
1: Right? I I, I have to get that, and I have to edit those down. That way, I'm I'm not struggling, and I don't don't have a lack of sound effects for the show. I mean, I, I even found one this morning, for the love of God. You know the show I love, Davy and Goliath? Hey, David smell. Hey, Davy, you smell. Hey, David smell. <laughs> I I, I mean, there, there's so many that I have. It, it, it's just...
6: As you all know, I am the most powerful man in media.
1: Right? Found all that stuff this weekend. Plus stuff that you're going to hear all throughout the week. So I do my work. Brad can gets home from work. I'm like, all right, we're we going out to eat. And she's like, I, I really want some 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 pasta. Oh, Battleborn, you are way ahead. You are way ahead. Now, because, because I'm fired up, I got to get some Copenhagen ready. Now, I'm not fired up about the Olive Garden. So we show up at the Olive Garden at 1230. Now, I'm I, look, look, it's in my head. It's in my head that... It's 12:30 on a Sunday in Texas, which means church just let out. You ain't going to get a table for a while, but you know what? I said okay. Woo No worries. Hey, we 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 rolled the dice. See, see this is the thing. I understand that we're going out at 1230 on a Sunday. That means we're going to have to wait. I can't get mad at that. If we wanted to go out and eat earlier, we should have gone at 11, but she couldn't because she's at work. Okay, no problem. Roll into IHOP. Park right up front, handicap spot, because, well, got the placard. I'm starting to think to myself, okay, here we go. Walk in, table for two. No problem, follows this way. Holy shit, no wait on a Sunday at 1230 in Texas after church gets out. Awesome. And by the way, before anybody, before anybody starts hammering Olive Garden, look look, look Olive Garden is fine. It, 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 it's like fast food Italian. I know it's not traditional Italian. There's a there's a couple of Italian places I'd rather go to that are nicer. That's better, but I like uh, I like Olive Garden. There's seafood Alfredo, fucking up uh, uh, gold. Say, so take us in. They sit us down. Our waiter looks like a tall, fatter Haley Joe Osmond. You know I, how Haley Joel Osment's gotten fat, but he's not tall, and he's still got, and he's got that weird beard now because he wants to be a man. That's who our waiter is. And I'm like, okay. As I notice, the table behind us is a table of. Hold on a second here. Let me put this in. It's a table of ten. Holy Mother Jesus. Yeah. And it just so happens to be. Our waiter's table, as well. Once again, no problem. It's a Sunday. Okay, I'm enjoying my. I, I'm enjoying my time there with Brady. Kids, she's saying all kinds of stupid things, that I'm just laughing at. And it takes a while for Fat Haley Joe Osmouth to bring us everything. You know, like our sodas, like the, the salad, like the breadsticks. Now, he's busting his ass for the, the look, look he, I, I won't say he wasn't busting his ass for us, but he was really busting his ass for the table tent. I understand that's a big fucking tip. Okay, no problem. No problem. Asking everybody if they want cheese. I, I, I asked him here, do you want more cheese? Nine times. Rather than just saying, who wants cheese, raise your hands. He asked nine fucking times. Our meal comes out to us, and it's served to it by, by one of the hostesses because fellas busy. And I'm like, no problem there. Bring out our pasta, and she goes, "Do you guys want cheese?" And I said, "Yes, please." And she she hasn't put the 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 the, the plate in front of us yet. She, it's still on the tray, and she puts like, she does like one, two, three twisted cheese, and puts it in front of me. Does the same thing for Brady Kidd. Now, I if you've ever seen me, you know I'm more than the 3 twist of cheese guy. I go, I'm going to need a little bit more. She goes, oh, okay, one, two, gone. Didn't even offer Brady Kidd any. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, really? This has never happened to the Olive Garden. Fat Haley Joe Osmouth goes back to the table. Now, I can't figure out if this, if this family is Hispanic, If they're, uh, uh, they might have been Native American. Maybe. I I don't know. I'm talking, you know, dots or or feathers, not dots. A part of me said, well, maybe they're Italian. But then I realized, there's no Italian family It's going to go to Olive Garden for Sunday meal. They're just, no, no, they ain't going to do that. And that's when I notice it. One of the greatest things I've ever seen in my entire life. So this table of ten sitting there. And there's a couple big fellas, younger fellas, large, sitting at the end of the table. One guy looks like he's a, a football player. I always get the pancakes. They got pasta at IHOP. I didn't go to IHOP. I was at, 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 uh, at Olive Garden. If you want to go down easy, you better make it cheesy. Damn right, Scott. <clears throat> So, uh, as I look over, I notice that one of the bigger fellas, I think he's older than the other one that was sitting there, has got a ring on his pinky. Now, now, I got to tell you, I I am enamored with pinky rings. If anybody ever wants to get me anything, if you want to get me a letter A pinky ring, I wear that shit. Like, the silver one. Because I only wear silver, don't wear gold. So, I, 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 I like pinky ring, but this one was more than just a pinky ring. Oh, my friend, it was so much more. This ring was one of them old school rings that goes on your pinky and your ring finger. It was a big old square of fake gold and cubic zirconium. I could tell it was fake gold from the green that was on the young man's fingers. And I looked at that, and I was dumbfounded. Now, I, I could tell it was fake for a number of reasons, not only the green. Secondly, they're eating it at, at Olive Garden. Thirdly, he was wearing a Texas Rangers promotional jersey that they gave away for free, and it was too small on him. Oh, he was busting at the seams, but I didn't say anything. I just laughed. I thought to myself, there's only one person... Or one group of people that can wear a ring like that. Their names are Run DMC. That is all. So I just chuckled to myself, pointed out to Braddy Kid, she laughed, and that's when the day got even better. As we see, our 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 hostess, the one the the cheese Nazi, as I deemed her. The cheese Nazi is sitting down a couple of gals who they they had to just come from church or walk in the streets because I have never seen hooker outfits like this in the middle of the day. This is something you would see at a a pimp and hoe party. Literally, this one gal, you, the dress she wore, you got to shave to wear a dress like that, and I ain't talking about your fucking legs. I went to. Uh, I want to bet myself a three-fingered ring, real gold. Through, bring it back. <laughs> so, and then the other one had this like fucking. I don't know. It was like a, a designed hefty bag on her, but it was busting out because Brandy Kidd said she was pregnant. I thought she was just fat. I, I mean, as soon, it, honestly, I, I kid you not. If if I would have been thinking right. I was just in a good mood. If I would have been pissed off, as soon as I saw them walk in, I would have grabbed my phone and I would have played this.
4: Big Woody House,
1: with it. Mama, with it. I wanted to play that so badly, but I didn't. And now. The end of the weekend. Was this the Rob Lowe channel? <laughs> Hashtag Ford Fairlane. You got that right. And it was Morris Day that said that line. He wasn't a part of the Texas Chamber of the Soprano family? No, no, no. The The guy with the ring? No. So, we go home. Table dances would have happened. Oh, I guarantee you they would have started twerking. I saw some woman in a video try to twerk at a funeral recently. That's not acceptable. So, we get home, relaxing. Uh, my legs are starting to twitch a little bit. I have, t- I have really bad restless legs, and I'm on medication at night. that helps me sleep, and I try not to take the medication during the day. Um, so I'll take Kratom during the day. It helps a lot with it. And I found a new source of Kratom at this Kratom place that's by my house. young fella helped me. We had a lovely discussion the first time I was in there about uh, movies. I was wearing my Friendo shirt from uh, No Country for Old Men. And we had a nice conversation. So I said, "Hey, I need to go get some kratom because I only had like two pills left. So I need I need to go get some kratom." I said, "I'll be back in ten minutes. Get in the car, drive down, get in there." Now I'm. This is going to be such a Norman Rockwell painting that you're going to see exactly what it is. Let me describe you. Uh, the shop's name is Crazy Vape. If anybody wants to look it up and call them later, I highly suggest it. I'll give you the phone number even, too, uh, because we will be calling them at some point. Um, Let's see. Crazy Vape in Rockwall. There it is. Uh, Area code 469-666-7351. Okay. Now, this is in a strip mall, and we've all been to stores and strip malls. It's pretty much one long hallway in the strip mall, in the store, and you've got counters on both sides, okay? you you're, you're, And they got all kinds of vaping shit and all that kind of stuff in there and all kinds of fake CBD because marijuana is really not legal here. Now, when I go in there, there is a a couple in there, and they're talking to the young man, the one young man who's working, and then there's another lady in there waiting to be helped. And then there's me. Now, that means I'm, what, third in line, right? By the way, phone number, once again, uh, 469-666-7351. Now, as I'm standing there waiting, the, the happy couple they leave. And now the young man is helping this woman who wants to know what everything tastes like. Now, now look, when you go into these vape shops, you don't want to get right on top of people. And there's no reason for me to be down at that end of the store, because what I need is right here where I'm standing. Now, once again, I'm about 6'2, 300 and a little bit more pounds. I'm wearing a big Coors t-shirt. I'm kind of hard to miss. So, dude sees that it's just this lady he's trying to help and me in there. Now, about four minutes into this lady asking what every flavor tastes like, I'm not even hemming and hawing. I'm just standing there quietly. So, that was 469 7351 Yes, swoosh, that is the number. And the guy who's working there looks like a really short Jesus. So I'm standing there waiting. And then all of a sudden, door opens again. And it's two girls who look like they're, you know, junior college or whatever. Young girls, sweatpants, T-shirts, looking to, you know, get a new flavor of vape juice or whatever. Okay, they walk in. So now they walk in behind me, which means they're behind me in line. Lady's still asking about different flavors up there, and little Jesus is doing his best. Then the door opens again, and in walks what I what I would consider the wish version of um, teen pregnant mom. I I, I mean I, I, I I'm surprised she wasn't wearing a T-shirt that says I'm proud of my GED. <laughs> I vape and my wife calls me a fag and she calls my vape mod a douche flute. I like your wife a lot, mage. Um So so white trash Tammy walks in. Now, now she got she got some fake Lululemon sweatpants on. They're called uh Walmart brand. She's got some kind of ugly top on some shitbag tattoo she got on her shoulder probably one of her 16 baby daddies that she had before she even got out of sophomore year. And she walks in, she's got a sweatshirt on, uh, like, like, like a hoodie that's unzipped, walks in. I mean, total white. You can just smell the white trash all over. She's driving like a 2005 fucking Oldsmobile. Now, I don't know about you, but anybody driving an Oldsmobile that's younger than me, white trash. And what does this bitch do? She walks all the way up to the register. And I'm seeing this, and I'm like, uh-oh. So, taster lady, she's fi- she finally gets her flavors that she wants, and she buys them. She does ask about a return policy, and she's not happy that they don't really have a return policy. <clears throat> so, dude gets done with her. Wish white trash lady is standing right behind and little Jesus goes, are you next? And she goes, yeah. And I kind of look over at him, and I'm like, and I didn't say a word. I just looked at him. I just gave him a look. Once again, I'm fairly larger than him. I could break him in half. I shit bigger than him. Like, it. Like if, they, if little Jesus was a dog, I couldn't own him. That's how little this guy is. And I look at him. And he goes, Well, and she looks back and I said, No, no, you're far more important than me. Go ahead. She goes to say something. I said, No, 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 please go ahead. That's what I said. That's all I, and that's exactly how I said it. So he checks her out. Now, as she's walking out, she's crying. (laughs) And she goes,
2: You're an asshole
1: storms out the door, right? And I, I pretty much said, thanks. And little Jesus walks down to my end of the counter. And little Jesus decides that he is going to have an enemy for life now. Because little Jesus goes, yep. I go, yeah, can I get those? And they only had two small bottles of the the, the kratom that I wanted. I said, can I get those two bottles of the uh, Red mang?" He goes, nope. And I said, excuse me? He goes, no. I said, why can't I have those? Are they not for sale? He goes, well, I'm not going to sell them to you because you were rude to her. I said, okay. I said, seriously? And he goes, yeah. I said, okay, you have a good day, buddy. And I walked out. And this lady's looking at me the whole time. She says something else, and I just laugh out loud at her. By the way, by the way. There, is, there are nuclear bombs going off in my head because I, I, I want to go in there and I want to destroy the entire building. I, and, and nobody would have stopped me. So now I'm in a conundrum of what to do. I think we know what I'm going to do. <clears throat> so let's go to the phone number and go. Um, what was that number again? 469-666. 7351. Let's give them a call, shall we? It says they're open.
4: Thank you for calling
7: Crazy Vapor and Rockwell. How can I help you?
1: Uh, yeah, is your owner in?
4: Unfortunately, not.
1: Uh, when do your owners come in? Because I, I own a, a new uh, line of vapes. Um, it's called the uh, Ancient Secret Vapes, and I wanted to try it out for them and see if you guys would like to carry this. I'm just wondering uh, when when will your owners be in?
7: Uh, if you call up here uh, Wednesday through Friday, uh, nine a.m. to three p.m., that's when they'll be here.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, are you guys open on? Were, were you working yesterday? Were you in there yesterday? Yes, sir. You were. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I, I came in yesterday and I was thrown out. Ah, uh,
4: my apologies about that. No, 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 no. All
1: See, right. you you have created you've created a problem. See, I called somebody out for cutting in line. Someone who then verbally assaulted me by calling me an a hole, and you didn't sell to me. Uh, you you threw I me didn't
7: out. Overhear the asshole comment. My apologies for uh, not you, you, she
1: that. She screamed that, that out when you were walking down towards me. You have an enemy for life, pal. You don't know. I know where you worked before, little Jesus. Oh, oh boy. I hope you're working when it's dark out tonight. That's all I got to say. And I will yep. be calling your owners. And by the way, I would start working on your resume. Because you are done, pal. D-U-N, done. There you go. <sighs> That felt good, that felt very good. Now, now I want to go there now and assault him, and actually spend a night in jail. But, 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 but he's not worth it. But I will call when the owners are there. You see, you see, that's how you do it, right there, uh, young man, young man. You, you are in, you are in such a world of shit. If I find out what kind of car you have, I am literally going to take every. Every bit of laxative I can, and I am going, I am going to crap on your windshield. If you have the stupidity to leave a sunroof open, I am going to crap in his car. Did I just walk into Days of Our State's Life? Oh, yes, this weekend, Ogre, uh, you'll, you'll have to go back and listen to the beginning because this weekend was was a tumultuous weekend for Arnie. Tumultuous. Yeah, young fella, little Jesus. Let Bubba do it. Oh, oh, uh, now, now, see, if I get my magnesium going, if I get a couple magnesiums in me, oh, man. I mean, I'm going to try to write my name in poop on his car. That's what I'm going to try to do. Oh, God damn it. You, you, you don't know, like like literally, and, and I kid you not, the music I played at the beginning of the show is music that does fire me up. And the one song that really gets me going is is uh, Limp Biscuits' 1999. And I kid you not, I called bratty kid when I left the, the, the store yesterday and I told her what happened. And as soon as I hung up, because I had to go to another vape shop to get it, And uh, as soon as I hung up, the next song on my playlist was, oh, I was like, this is a sign. I should go back and kill him, but I didn't. Now, the next time I go anywhere near that store, I'm just going to tell you this right now. I'm going to have the car running, and I'm going to open the door, and I'm going to walk into this.
3: All the pretty girls walk like this.
1: boy fucked up. That boy fucked up bad. <laughs> no, no, right? scabs name lead the police to him. Um, so yes, I, I will keep you uh, abreast of the situation. Wednesday, if somebody can remind me to call that that shop, uh, Crazy Vape. If you guys want to call them, that'd be great too. Uh, area code uh, 469-666-7351. I, I highly recommend it. So there you go. There is my weekend wrapped up in a, in a nice bow for you. Topped off with an awesome documentary last night on the Iron Sheik. Probably the greatest wrestling heel of all time. Something we can talk about later. But yeah, that was my weekend. Today, much better. Today's new sandal day. T-shirt time we had it. And now we have to start the show. No, no, I have not started the show yet. Oh, God, no. No, no, no. We're we're not even ready for a break yet. I know. I know we've been talking for like an hour, but no, 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 no. We we got we got to actually start the show. <sighs> and what are we going to start the show with? Well, of course, we're going to start it with the stupidity that is our country right now, and that is the whole transgender shit. Did anybody happen to watch? And I, I know the answer is no, but I'll ask anyway because I actually did turn this on. Um to see what was going on with Saturday Night Live, if it was a new one or not. And I so happened to turn in during the uh, uh, weekend update where they had this woman, this new cast member on, Molly Kearney. AAA trusts T-Mobile to be their exclusive wire. I don't care about AAA. Now, Saturday Night Live has done this. Rather than hiring people that are qualified for the jobs, they're filling... Quotas, just like our cabinet because
7: since the start of this year over 400 anti <laughs>
1: <laughs> nothing was that funny on the show since by the, the start of
7: this year over 400 anti-LGBTQ bills have been introduced across the country many of which directly <laughs> target trans youth here to talk about it is someone with their own introduction
3: <laughs> now, introducing SNL's first non-binary
1: Now, she's a fat gal, and she's coming down in the riggings that made Chris Farley popular, so she's stealing a bit. <laughs> made it. Thank you, Mr. Jay. Molly, what is all this? Well, as you know, I've been wanting to come to Update and talk about trans people, but I have, for a much longer time than that, wanted to fly down from the ceiling.
7: <laughs> and did it live up to your expectations?
1: Yeah, but I'm not gonna lie, this harness is pretty tight, and my groin area is beef. <laughs> uh, I've been hung up on my genitals for far too long, and I'm starting to feel like a freaking Republican lawmaker. Hello!
7: Week. That's an awesome transition. So as of this week,
1: <laughs>
7: there are now over 14 Wait states that have passed bills restricting
1: health care for trans kids. Listen to that, Michael. Yeah. Restricting health care for kids. No, they're not. No one is restricting health care for kids. This, this is the way they're going to, to say this now. And by the way, as soon as she said that, I changed the channel. I'm not even going to play the rest of it because this is all propaganda. They're restricting health care for kids. Now, I want to tell you how the state of Washington is, is not restricting health care for kids. Did anybody get to see this bill that passed on Friday afternoon at 5 o'clock in Washington State? Interesting. Washington State passes a bill allowing children to legally be taken from parents if parents do not consent to gender transition. Uh, That was garbage. Please don't ever compare that. No, I I won't ever compare it. She was trying to steal from Chris Farley, Christopher, and I agree with you completely. I want you to think about that. If you don't think that your your nine-year-old should be taking puberty blockers and having their breasts cut out, you can have your children taken away from you. In Washington state. Now I'm sure that this bill is going to generate a lot of uh, interest in California and Oregon as well. Along with probably New York and Massachusetts. All super duper liberal states. I shouldn't say liberal. I should say progressive because I don't want to be the liberals like that. So because you say no to your child, you can have your child taken from you now. Boy, that really does sound like America to me, doesn't it? This needs to be stricken down hard by the SCOTUS. We'll see We'll, we'll see if it gets there. Senate Bill 5599, sponsored by Senator Marco Leas, will allow certified shelters to contact the Department of Children, Youth, and Families instead of parents for children seeking reproductive health services or gender-affirming care. Now, who do I get to call when my kid when, when my kid's been bad and I'm trying to punish them and I don't want to allow them to go on the field trip so I don't sign the permission slip? Who comes and takes my kid's then? The Department of Museums? The Department of Art? does anyone realize this is just foreplay to the inevitable second civil war red and blue states enacting perceived extremist laws daring the other to do something else we the people have been supplanted by what's next um, ogre for the first time this week let's do it shall we correct the mundo by the way let's say that if there are any women that are on the side of the like Washington state, zero respect for you. Zero. You're you're endorsing a law that won't even define what you are. You're allowing a bill to come into place that says they can take people's children because a six-year-old Wants to be uh, uh, something that they can't be. Okay. You are gonna wake up this side. Look, look, ogre's right. You're gonna you're you're gonna wake up this side. Cause now you're fucking with the kids. No kids are being denied health care. Okay. You, you in all these people say, you not recognizing us brings violence against us. No, 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 no. Me assaulting you would be bringing violence against you, and I haven't done that dot, dot, dot yet. Me speaking on it is not violent. I'm not telling people to go out and beat transgenders because I don't believe in that. I believe that once you're at the age of 18, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do to your body. If you want to cut off your nose... Split your tongue and become a fucking human devil, putting horns in your head. Hey, more power to you. I ain't going to hang out with you. Yes, I'm going to make fun of you when I see you in public because I think you look stupid. But I'm not inciting violence against you. Same thing goes for transgenders. Why are you fucking with the kids? I mean, isn't it bad enough? Yeah, You obviously hate women. Oh, I, I think people in the transgender movement, I, I, I think this, 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 this cosplay you're doing to play dress-up, people like Dylan Mulvaney, you hate women. It's obvious, and that's fine. You can hate women all you want. Don't pretend to be one. I've never decided to lose a friend over Pollock's, even uh, all the crap they whine about. This tranny movement, all bets are off, and I'm letting my people know. Well, my lefties, uh, at least I'm not sitting back and letting anyone have their day on this. It's backing pedos, and I don't do that. Period. I will not even attempt to hear their side on this one. Yeah, sassy Pammy. Good morning. Do you hope you are having a good Monday? This will all uh, this will go over well with the crowd who already suspects the left of grooming children. No shit. And I'm one of these staunch people that says, you know, hey let them live their lives but once you start fucking with the kids that's why people are upset people don't care about you i saw a video this weekend of a trans activist coming out and screaming because that's what they do they like to do see see this is where i this is where i don't fit in in public this is their new go to if they find out that you you can be louder than them and far more intelligent when you speak to them they will literally just start screaming And I think that's when I would probably end up assaulting somebody. But I saw somebody who was yelling on videos talking about this. Talking about the violence. The violence. I've never assaulted a trans person. Have I made a, a joke about it? Yeah, but I make jokes about everybody, so fuck off. You can't take a joke, then you fucking sack it up a little bit. The the but but This activist was coming out saying, you need to say the shooter's name. Remember the little shooting that we had? By the way, we got another shooting we got to talk about, but I'm calling bullshit on it. We got that in the next segment. We might do it in this segment. I don't know. It's going to be a long segment coming out and saying, say the name of the shooter. You remember a few years ago when Anderson Cooper went on and all these anchors went on and said, we will not mention the names of these mass shooters because we don't want them remembered. And now we have somebody coming on saying, scream her name because she was a trans, because she was more important than the three nine-year-olds she murdered, along with the three people that worked at school. But she's the victim. Now, does it end there? No, it doesn't end there. Of course, why would I let it in there? I'm not going to let it in there. Ladies, have you ever thought of wearing the high end li- lingerie brand um, called Honey Burdette? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, Jesus Christ. Luxury lingerie brand, Honey Burnett. Starting to put out ads showing biological males modeling bras and panties. The caption includes a lengthy disclosure about the lingerie company's inclusivity initiatives that made this subversive and ad possible. This is a show, uh, this is a lingerie brand that was once modeled by people like Heidi Klum and all these fine people. Um, They say we're a luxury lingerie brand for all. No, no, I, 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 I'm just no. Yeah, Douglas says, yeah, let's encourage more mass shooters to identify as trans. I hear anyone screaming its name and they're getting punched. No questions, just fists. That's how tired I am of this perversion movement. And I'm seeing more of these videos and. There's a video from a few years that Matt Walsh put out of a, a trans person. So the backstory is this. The trans person found somebody on a dating site, swiped, and the trans person was a guy thinking he was a girl, swiped right on another girl. That girl liked that girl, so a little girl-on-girl girl thing. By the way, hashtag Ted Lasso this week. Wow. But I'm not ruining anything. And when the normal girl, the real girl, the -the non-fucked-up-in-the-head girl, showed up to the date and found the trans girl, who was a biological male, she wasn't into that because she's a lesbian. And she doesn't want to go out with a man. So she left the date, causing the trans person to lose their mind and bring an axe into a convenience store and attack three random strangers because the trans was upset that the lesbian didn't want to go out with the dude where are these when when i'm out in public now now let me ju- let me just tell you I've, I've seen a picture of the trans person with the axe if i'm in a store Oh, Dad, God, both of you guys up there listening, please let me be in a store when a trans activist like this. I, I don't need a 400-pound trans. I, I need the 105 pounds. I need, like, the little Jesus transaction to come into the store swinging an axe because I'm going to tell you right now, that axe is going to get shined up real nicely, and I'm going to turn it sideways, and I'm going to stick it right up there fucking monkey ass. Yes. You come at me with an axe, you're going to die. Uh, talk about learning from history. This is Ogre. Europe, 1920, still devastated from World War I and a national sense of loss and character and future. Extremists yelled and took over. Boy. Meanwhile, dece- uh, decadence was everywhere, and quietly and patiently, those extremists took more and more power until they realized everyone was voting for the loud extremists. Those extremists started eliminating everyone in their path. For the life of me, I can't remember when these European extremists were called, but shoveling decadence in their face and engineering led to the most horrific episode of the 20th century. The word you are looking for, he says, push, 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 and you can expect some pushback, and it won't be pretty. Yeah, the, the, the <laughs> thing you're looking for is the Nazis. Now, I don't like going around calling people fascist and Nazis. But Ogre's a hundred percent right here. Adolf Hitler made the people of Germany, of German descent, feel good. He played on their feelings. He made them feel good. He made them feel like they belong. Now, anybody that opposed that, they 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 canceled. That's the original cancel culture right there. If you think about it, the original cancel culture was between, I don't know, like 1935 and 1945. That was the first introduction of cancel culture. You see, if the, that power there didn't like you, what they do, they would actually literally cancel you by putting you in a gas chamber or shooting you or feeding you to dogs. now we just take your livelihood we just end in any way that you can survive pretty close to the same but but remember the people that that want to stand up for the the constitution they're the fascists remember that they're the bad ones people that that like the second amendment they're the bad ones okay I'll, look look, I'll, I'll keep playing these stupid games and I'll keep bringing you these these stories to piss you off to make you just as angry as me. Um, one more story about this garbage. Oh, where is it? Oh oh there it is. Good old Budweiser. Budweiser I, I, I mean honestly, Budweiser was, it used to be a fucking proud American company. I think they're owned by a British company now, but they're in St. Louis, Missouri, brewed beer forever and ever and ever. And decided that, well, we're gonna market now. We're, we're gonna cut out all the people that that made us all our money. And we're gonna market to one specific group of people. And if you don't like that marketing, then fuck you. That's pretty much what their marketing director said. Well, Budweiser released a new ad over the weekend. Very, very pro-America. Do do we have, oh, here's the ad, here we go. Wheat fields, oh, there's a Clydesdale. I don't know if it's male or female, but running on the beach.
3: Let me tell you a story about a beer rooted in the heart of America, found in a community where a handshake is a sure contract. Brewed for those who found opportunity in challenge and hope in tomorrow. Raised by generations, willing to sip, share, risk, remember. This is a story bigger than beer this is the story of the american spirit
1: shut up just stop that's terrible ogre says oh lordy the budweiser ceo is trying to backtrack and keep support of the alphabets at the same time i don't the i don't envy the balancing act oh yeah he came out and threw the vp under the bus by the way still hasn't fired her i haven't seen that yet but, oh, yeah, he's coming. Oh, we had no idea about this ad. Stop that. Just stop that. Really? You had no idea? Okay. All right. Then you're, you're a terrible CEO. You should be replaced. I can see that advertising firm was all set to release. Oh uh, You know what? I should share this with you guys so you can see the, the lovely Clydesdale that everybody loves so much. The advertising was firm, all set to release ads for some other client. The client was all excited till this shit happened. Suddenly, they're all hands on fucking deck. Last second Budweiser commercial now. Do we have a Clydesdale looking over the Grand Canyon? We do. Put that in there. Do we have a black guy and a white guy hugging each other at a, at a fire station? Put that in there. Laugh at this shit! <laughs> you got to be kidding me! Quick, get a get a Clydesdale to run through a wheat field and barley, because that's what makes beer. <laughs> yeah, they doubled down in this ad. Fuck, my grandfather is rolling over in his grave from this crap. Well, look, look, look here, look. I did see something over the weekend, and. <clears throat> There's a lot of – this is the funny part behind this whole Budweiser fiasco. I know people – I've known people for a long time who have worked for Budweiser. Um, I think I, – I think great great company. I, I don't know anything about them, but I, I know that they treat their employees well, and the employees that I know that work for Budweiser have said nothing but glowing things about them. And you got to remember that a lot of these places, they're just distributorships. Your route says, good Monday morning. Can I ask a question here? Not trying to take sides or anything, but does Bud Light taste any different than it did before this ad came out? No, then I don't understand why people stop drinking. It makes no sense to me. I will explain that to you. They should have a tranny horse. Try to get on, get it on. They should have had a fucking donkey in there instead of a Clydesdale. Uh, Sawyer's dad says, good morning, Arnie. Home six. I'll listen as long as I can. Well, hey, man, you got to get better. Get your ass some get get some Dr Pepper in you. That'll make you feel better. It's hard to explain. You're out, but I I will do my best to explain. Um, no Bud Light has not changed their flavors, and you know when when Kid Rock took his machine gun to the Bud Lights that he had. And people have burned all their Nike bras because they've signed Dylan Mulvaney as well. You're not, you're not hurting their company at all. Okay. You're not hurting their company because you've already purchased all that shit. That that to me is another part of symbolism. You can throw all that shit away. Look, and and by the way, by the way, you have to, this is the thing. Do your do your due diligence when you say, I'm not gonna support this company. Because I've seen this happen a lot. And, and I've seen people get called out for it, and, and, and it's kind of sad. I've never been called out because I do my research. I won't wear Nike products anymore. I just won't. I, I, I choose not to. If if, if something's – I, I the, the, the latest Longhorn jersey I just got is a Mitchell & Ness, so it's not even a Nike jersey. And if it was a Nike jersey, I'd probably have to get it, or I wouldn't get it. Um. But you have to do your diligence to find out what companies are in, in the same umbrella as, like Nike. Like Cole Haan, uh, those are dress shoes. I'd never worn them, didn't like them. Owned by Nike. Chuck Taylor's Converse, owned by Nike. I won't wear Chuck Taylor's anymore. I don't care who drinks it. If it tastes the same, I'll drink it. Sorry. No, I, I haven't gotten to the explaining part, you're out. I've never worn anything by uh, that Nike makes. Uh, that's the only Nike shit I buy is the jerseys. Mitchell and Ness make some dope shit, though. Yes, they do. My new fucking Ricky Williams jersey that will win us the national title this year is dope as fuck. This is what it is. Bud Light comes out and sides with this group of transgenders that are telling us. See, th- this is this is a lot deeper than the taste of beer, in my opinion. And this is why it's cost Budweiser $6 billion. Because Bud Light is joining in with this, and they're not saying it, but that commercial makes it seem like they're saying it, is that you have to accept this shit and say that transgenders, uh, that Dylan Mulvaney is a woman and that she has periods. And it, that's what it seems like to a lot of people in this country and they don't want to be in bed with the company even though the beer tastes the same they don't want to be in bed with the company that does that now first of all when i drank beer i drank miller light mainly because i think bud light sucked i hated Coors light okay i liked miller light and i wasn't a, and look i didn't drink beer for the taste i drank beer to get fucked up Now, I didn't like that Bud Light made me shit. Coors Light made me pee. Miller Light was all I knew. And that's what I drank. Now, these people that are Bud Light fans who are now being indoctrinated. And and look, here here's the simple fact of it. And you might not like it, and you understand that that people aren't grown up when it comes to the world. But I don't want to be sitting in a bar. I'm just going to tell you the truth. And, and by the way, most of these, this $8 billion that they've lost now, swoosh, they said, that's men. And I'm going to tell you why. Because you don't want to be in a bar, sitting there, drinking a Bud Light, minding your own business, and some asshole that you don't know says, hey, are you enjoying your tranny fluid? Sorry. Because that could set somebody up. You don't know why that person's in that bar having a beer. Maybe their wife just left them, and they want to have a beer. I don't care what kind of beer you drink. I ain't going to say nothing to you anyway. Douglas says, I prefer microbrew IPAs anyway. Oh, I'm sure you do, Mr. toity Beer Drinker. So if Bud Bud supported anything, you would still drink it? No, 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 no. Straight fire, not at all. Uh, Look, I take uh, my—look. I, I don't talk about the shit that I don't that I don't use. I I don't use Nike. That's about one of the only products because I hate what they've done. I hate that they sided with Colin Kaepernick. So that's why I don't do it. IPA black. Talk about piss. <laughs> Douglas is laughing. Um. Oh, not me. Oh, okay. No, and, and and I get it. I I get it. Look, look. People are upset because they feel like a company has let them down. Because this company is supposed to be an American company. And, and look, look, we can have this conversation about... Tra- I, I, if you have a problem with people over the age of 18 transitioning, then I'll gladly have a conversation, and I will defend those people. Do I think there's something wrong in their head? Absolutely, but they're 18 years old, and they can do whatever they want with their bodies. And I ain't going to cause them no harm unless they fuck with me. Now, if they fuck with me, Sorry. Wait, wait, where, where's that line that Jesco said? Hold on a second here. Let me let me get my man Jesco White here. Because this is a very, very smart statement that this hillbilly said. Uh, right here.
0: Here I was a huffing that line.
1: No I, no, I don't want the huffing one. I, I, I don't want the huffing gasoline. I want the other one. <laughs> Sorry. Got a couple Jesco White ones. Is this one it? I hope this is it. Is this it? I like to get really fucked up, you know, plumb out of the frame,
5: but I can still troll myself. I just like to dance and have a good time. Till somebody fucks with me the wrong way, then I'm all to pieces. You know, I can't control the damn.
1: No, nope. I just think it's much to do about nothing, doesn't bother me in the slightest, but people are entitled to their opinion. And that's the way I look at it. You don't want to drink Bud Light anymore? Fine. You're going to see a lot of people out of jobs. Look, they've lost $8 billion. They got to do something to stop it. You've pissed off a lot of people if you've lost 8 billion dollars in How many days is it now? 9 days, 10 days since this debacle started. Stackar says, "Well, whoa, whoa, as the official Indian on the show, IPAs are delicious, but man, that gas you get from it. Sorry about that." And and he is the official Indian on the show uh dot not feather 711 not casino. Yeah, 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 yeah! Not. <laughs> all right. Enough about all that bullshit, because we have to talk about our our fearless leader, our fearless leader in the cabinet. I, I've got these the, these stories, and I'll take a break because these are just so good. These are so delicious. Uh, it's not their drinkers are peacefully burning down the breweries or anything. Yeah, and not yet. Um, Joe Biden this weekend decided to uh, light bulb dance, not rain dance. I don't even know what that means, but fantastic. Um, the Biden administration greenlit an 807-mile natural gas pipeline project in Alaska. What? And environmentalists are saying, oh, that's going to threaten the wildlife there. Climate change. Now, why is he doing this, but the Keystone Pipeline still ain't fucking open? Department of Energy issued a supplemental record of decision, reaffirming its original approval of the project under the Trump administration. But, of course, amending it to include additional environmental protections. In addition to the pipeline, the $38.7 billion project proposed by the state-owned Alaska Gasline Development Corporation also includes liquefied natural gas export infrastructure. So doing something that's right for our country in the long run is going to piss off the environmentalists, and the environmentalists are all mad right now at stupid Joe Biden. But I have, to, I have to run something by you first. Maybe, just maybe, IPA was created to survive the long voyage from Britain to India, hence Indian pale ale. If you can send IPAs, you're engaging in colonialism and racism. Hey, hipsters, you're all drinking racist beer. Mwah, suck it, you virtual signaling jerk-offs. It's okay. Tea that England drinks is Indian, so enjoy your third world drink, LOL. We have possibly a stupidest. This guy could be the stupidest member of the Biden administration. And ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one and only Pete Booty Gig from, from this interview he did on MSNBC over the weekend. Ready, set, go. We've got a crisis when it comes to roadway fatalities in America. We lose about forty thousand people every year. 46. It's a level that's comparable to gun violence. Not really. And we 46. see a lot of racial disparities. Black and brown Americans, tribal citizens, and rural residents, much more likely to lose their lives, whether it's in a car or as a pedestrian being hit by a car.
3: There are a lot of reasons uh, related to discrimination, related to uh, even the ways that roads are designed and built. Who has access to uh, a safe street
1: design that's got crosswalks and good lighting? Who doesn't have that access? That can drive disparities. And we have a a responsibility to act on that. I, I, I have to breathe. Uh, Hold up,
3: wait a minute,
5: hold up, wait a minute, hold up,
3: wait a minute, minute. something ain't right.
1: Road design is racist. Uh, You're out, says, oh, I have breaking news. This is big, Arnie, big. What is it? He just said minorities can't drive. What a racist clown. No, 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 no. I want to back this up. He's saying that that bad neighborhoods where the black and brown people live, they have bad streets and bad roads. Wasn't that interesting? You know, a lot of, uh, I've been picked to sit in the audience before the vice president tomorrow at UNR. What should I ask Kamala, LOL? You you, you should ask Kamala how Willie Brown's semen tastes. That'd be fantastic. Ask if she spits or swallows. Um, these neighborhoods, these neighborhoods, these urban neighborhoods, well, we call them urban because we've taken the word sub out of it, the suburban areas, because all urban areas at one time were suburban areas. The only bad street there is is Bad Street, Atlanta, GA, goddamn right, living in the last house on the left. What happens is they build these neighborhoods, and look, I'll I'll say it, a long time ago, a lot of people didn't allow people of color to move into those neighborhoods. Was that wrong? Sure. Now, could the people of color afford to move in those neighborhoods at that time? Maybe not, because they weren't getting good enough jobs because of racism in this country. Okay, I can live with that, fine. But then they started to adjust, and they made these neighborhoods, um, and they brought the property values down because they said, we want to invite more people to live in these neighborhoods that can't afford to live in these neighborhoods, but hey, we're going to give them because eh, we want to feel good about this. What happens? Now, you can not like this. It's just the way of the world, and I'm explaining to you how America itself actually works. So when you live in one of these neighborhoods, and then all of a sudden, they bring rent control into the neighborhood, and they bring in lower-income housing, well, some bad things start to happen. People who should be living in those nice neighborhoods really shouldn't be living in them because they can't afford to and i'm sorry to say that i apologize but they bring the property value down which means the people that, that started there they move out because well they've lost everything that because of this now and now the neighborhood has gone from suburban to urban see we took out the sub so those streets that were designed first were designed for white people so how's that racist Street lights, well, if people keep, keep shooting them out, that costs the money. It costs money to replace street lights there, Pete Booty gig. And a lot of cities don't have the means or the people or the time to replace the street lights each and every week. Why don't you tell those people that live in the neighborhood to stop shooting out the fucking lights? Oh, that's better. It's better that they don't have lights so they can break into their neighbors' houses. I'm sorry. I apologize. Pete Booty Gig. Possibly that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. That the roads were designed racist. There are about fifty thousand people every year killed in car accidents. There's about thirty-five thousand gun deaths a year, not murder gun deaths. Now, I think that's far too many at 35,000, but it's still not comparable to fucking cars. Ask her to explain why she said 18 to 35 year olds are stupid. Yeah, ask her about that. Ask her the last time when she talked about college kids. What else do we know about this population, 18 through 24?
8: They are stupid. That is why we put them in dormitories, <laughs> and they have a resident assistant.
1: How about this? How about we, we change this? What else do we know about this
8: population, 18 through 24? They are stupid. That is why we put
1: them in gas chambers. <laughs> I mean, she could have said that. <laughs> that'd be funny so Pete Gig, maybe ask her if she thinks that the roads designed in America are racist oh, I know you're not going to ask those because you don't want to lose your job I understand oh my oh is today Earth Day oh I should go shit on that guy's car today do my part alright last story and th- th- this is a real story I have a feeling that you only call on students. I'm well past my teenage years. Joe Biden. In front of the Irish Parliament. Oh, Faith and Begara. Do you have a Guinness in front of him? Oh, 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 I have him saying this. Oh, this ought to be golden. This is like a Christmas present for y'all for laughter. That I've, oh, gosh.
6: Keeper of a million secrets.
0: You know, uh, I hadn't planned on running for president again in 2020. My son, Bo had just died of gliob stage four glioblastoma after coming back from Iraq after a year. He was the attorney general of Delaware. As a matter of fact, he should be the one standing here giving this speech to you. But, you know, um, I started to write a book talking about how technology has always changed the world, and we're in an inflection point. Joe Biden is writing a book on technology. What a stupid son of a bitch. This is the same man that said... Let me start off with two words. Made in America. That's three, Joe. More than half the women in my cabinet, more than more than half the people in my cabinet, more than half of the women in, the, in my administration are women. So the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you, that you uh, um, like to be able to. Anyway.
1: Right. That guy's writing a book on technology. <laughs> this this would be like me writing a book about diet plans. His book ABC is easy as one two three. I'll smell you. Your says, I honestly don't think I had a chance in hell of being picked. I thought it was a joke. Then my email from the White House came, LOL. And Straight Fire says, what a
0: stupid son of a bitch.
1: I mean, really? I mean, the same guy, this guy is writing a book on technology.
0: We go back a long way. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway.
1: <laughs> oh, my God,
4: molestation. This woman helped me
0: get an awful lot done. Oh, anyway. yeah.
1: chapter 1 using tech to raise racist dogs oh for God's sakes alright five three five seven 357 fans is the number Arnie Radio one at gmail.com hit me up on Mixler as well
7: love is a burning thing and it makes The ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher
6: marijuana in Muskogee We don't take our trips on LSD We don't burn our draft cards down on Main Street We like living right being free We don't make A party out of loving. We like holding hands and pitching woo. We don't let our hair grow long and shaggy. Like the hippies out in San Francisco do. Proud to be an Okie from Muskogee, a place where even squares can have a ball. We still wave old glory down at the courthouse, and white lightning's still the biggest thrill of all. Boots are still in style for manly footwear Beads and Roman sandals won't be seen Football's still the roughest thing on campus And the kids here still respect the college dean All together, everybody! Thank you A place where even squares can have a ball We still wave old glory down at the courthouse By golly And white lightning's still the biggest thrill of all We still wave old glory down at the courthouse In Muskogee, Oklahoma, USA
5: Well I was summoned from Montgomery I had my guitar on my back when a stranger stopped beside me in an antique Cadillac. He was dressed like 1950, half drunk and hollow-eyed. He said, it's a long walk to Nashville, would you like to ride? When I sat down in the front seat, he turned on the radio, Them sad old songs coming out of them speakers was solid country gold. Then I noticed the stranger was ghost white pale when he asked me for a light, and I knew there was something strange about this ride. He said, Drifter, can you make folks cry when you play and sing? Cause if you're big star bound Let me warn you, it's a long haul ride Then he cried just south of Nashville And he turned that car around He said, this is where you get off, boy Cause I'm going back to Alabama As I stepped out of that Cadillac I said, Mr. Many thanks he said, you don't have to call me mister, mister. The whole world called me Hank. He said, Drifter, can you make folks cry when you play and sing? Have you pay your dues? Can you moan the blues? Can you bend down guitar strings? He said, Lord, can you make folks feel what you feel inside? But if you're big star bound, let me warn you, it's a long hard ride. He said, Drifter, can you make folks just cry when you play and sing. Have you paid your dues? Can you moan the blues? Can you open them guitar string? He said, Boy, can you make folks feel what you feel inside? But well, if you're big star bound, let me warn you, it's a long hard ride. If you're big star bound, let me warn you, it's a long hard ride. You know, you got a lot of competition out there now, son. It ain't like it was in the 50s when I was here. I mean, you got Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson, Guy Clark, Billy Joe Schaefer, David Allen Cole. And you even got my son.
3: The Arnie State Show. Hiya, lame-asses. We're having a nice time. 775
1: 357 FANS. Ah, Christopher says, I know you said the Gutterfield line last week. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. The Gutterfield line last week was genius.
3: The worst spokesperson since Bill Cosby tried to sell us Jello PM.
1: (laughs) Still fucking hilarious. (laughs) Um,. But uh, was your line of the year? But no, Joe Biden writing a book about technology is the funniest thing I've heard all year. <laughs> Joe Biden technology. Oh man, boy, the first time he used a light switch, I bet you he got hard. Um, all right, now 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 we have a, a very very quick um uh, 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 letter, and it, it, it's not I won't say it's listener mail per se. Um, it's bratty kid mail bratty kid sent me an email because she needs your help because i'm no help with this because well i'm an idiot obviously um where are all my hvac people um uh, she wrote the hold on let me let me get the right thing let me get uh, by the way all mail sponsored by js floors best flooring store in the west uh wednesday i'm gonna tell you my friends about the rest they're bad um, but uh, let's just real quick. Uh, oh, what uh, a beautiful morning. Right, yeah. Welcome to Mail
3: Car right. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh,
1: she says, hi, it's Braddy Kid. Our AC slash heater thing cycles the air like 20 minutes or something. Can this be turned off? How? Or will it hurt the unit? This is like nails on the chalkboard to me. It's been this way since we bought the house. Braddy. Literally, I have no idea what she's talking about. I, I have no idea. what, n- None whatsoever. Joe couldn't write a pamphlet on technology <laughs> of the broken twig. <laughs> um, so anybody, uh, so it, the, it, it cycles air for like 20 minutes or something. Can this be turned off? How? Uh, i is that the mean it's on automation it's on auto so if the temperature slips below that it turns on so if it cools down for 20 minutes then the house is cool and it won't turn on again but i i, I don't know so if anybody has any suggestions to me you can put them on the uh the uh, the, the mixler uh page or you can email me at arnyradio one at gmail.com and i will pass that on to brady kitt all right there you go She just said, no, what, what, what? No, I'm not right about what I'm saying. Okay. Cause like, like I said, I I don't know. I don't know. anything. I just know that the air conditioner works and it's nice and cool in our house. I'm happy. Well, guess who's calling? Yes. Hello.
8: Okay. No, it's like no matter what the temperature is in our house, whether it's hot or whether it's cold, like every 20 minutes, the it's like it sounds like the air conditioner is kicking on, the unit's kicking on, and it like rotates the air, like it cycles the air in the house. Why? I it's nailed on chalkboard. Like it has to stop, or they or Arnie's gonna have no heat or air conditioning in this house ever again.
1: Wow, wow, man, oh man, that's tough. Please send help. Is that just the setting on the thermostat? Is it on the thermostat? Do you know?
8: No, I guess it's on the unit in the attic.
1: Oh, I'm not going because up in the attic. I'll fall through the ceiling. I
8: will I will go up the attic stairs and I will go to the attic if somebody can tell me what to do. I will go up there and I will unplug the unit. If if we can't uncycle the air.
1: Uh I I'm just, remember I,
8: I, remember when they came out to do the um no. the warranty thing last summer or over the summer no. and the guy was like he was like, "Oh, it just is Freon." Mm-hmm. Remember we were getting that air that air message and they finally sent somebody out? And he goes, yeah, it's, it's cycling, but it's cycling like – it was cycling too much. And then he changed it, and I was like, no, I don't want it to cycle at all. But he said he turned it off, but he didn't turn it off. Now it cycles like every 20 minutes for like, I don't know, a minute or two.
1: All right, uh, Swoosh says nest system. They seem to do that and no idea how to make it stop.
8: We don't have a nest.
1: Uh, okay. Uh, hello, Brad, We just have
8: you... – we. We just have, like, a normal unit. Like, we don't have anything fancy. I mean, our unit is fancy, but it's not like a nest or anything like that.
1: Uh, Gold says unplug it, then plug it back in, or bang on it three times. I, I wouldn't suggest either of those.
8: I don't know, but last night when I was laying in bed, I was about ready to go unplug the entire air conditioning system, so you were going to be sweating all summer.
1: All right, well, I, I'm just going to so let, you know, let you know. I'm um, just going to let you know, if you do climb up into the attic, make sure I'm not home, because you will be locked in that attic.
8: Oh, I'm going to let you go to the little crate in place, because you're going to be spending the night in jail,
1: remember? <laughs> all right, go back Bye-bye. to work. Um, so there you go. Thermostat setting. What brand of thermostat do you have? Oh, jeez. Weber 24, please uh, Brady, Braddy, uh, I have no idea, and I ain't gonna go check because I got a show to do. But there you go. So we'll look at all that. Uh, email me at arniradio one at gmail.com and I'll make it stop for and I'll be the hero that I always am. Like usual. Jeez. Um, hey, congratulations to the Sacramento Kings this weekend. They actually went out and won a playoff game. They lit the beam. Resetting the thermostat usually stops things. Okay. Golden State Warriors fan though, E40, the rapper, uh, was sitting courtside and watching the Kings game. Made it. Uh, it made it. Uh, didn't make it through the entire game as he was ejected from the arena during the second half. Video posted to social media showed the rapper arguing with security guards before he was escorted back. Solskjaer's familiar with the situation said E-40 was standing and blocking the view of other guests, multiple complaints. He was giving warnings but refused to comply. Now E-40 has come out and said uh, he was subjected to disrespectful heckling before the game and during the game. During the fourth quarter, he says, I finally turned around and addressed one heckler in the assertive but polite manner. And shortly thereafter, King's security approached me, kicked me out. And then he goes on to say, unfortunately, it was yet another reminder that despite my success in accolades as a musician and entrepreneur, racial bias remains prevalent. Security saw a disagreement between a black man and a white man and immediately assumed that I was at fault. I don't have a horse in this race. They should have played his famous song, Tell Me When to Go, when he was being kicked out. Yeah, I saw the video. You know what the guards were? Black. Yeah, that's what I thought. This is something. This is something that I want to address to you sports fans. Sports fans need to have a little thicker skin, all right? Especially when you go to a game, okay? When you go to a game and you decide to start talking shit. Now, look, that's a part of the sports world. You're talking shit to the other fans. Now, if you're an opposing fan and you're on the road and you're wearing opposing team paraphernalia, more power to you. But I'm here to let you know that outside of Dodger Stadium, you'll be safe. I can't promise you anything at Dodger Stadium. Um, People are going to talk shit to you. Especially if you're a big-time rapper and you're big, and, and, and E-40, I guess, went to the White House with Golden State. You know, he's a huge fan, part ownership, I don't know. But if you're going to wear that stuff and you're going to talk shit and, and you're going to get loud, then the home crowd is going to start talking shit, especially when the home team starts to take the lead. And I know that the Kings came back from a deficit in the third quarter, and they won. But this isn't about racial strife. (sighs) Uh, Let's see, I don't agree with people going straight to the race card. I don't know who was in the wrong, but it doesn't always come down. No, it doesn't, and usually it never does. He was mad before this to me. Now he's just another clown, a rich black man pulling the race card in another team's arena. That's the 2020s in a nutshell. It really is. People that get mad at someone is standing at a game or bitches. Stand up as well. Get excited for the game. Well, if you're sitting in the front row and you're standing up blocking people, I got a little bit of a problem with you. You're in the front row. You don't need to stand up. Hey, I understand when the game gets exciting and everybody stands up, people stand up. But this standing up, it, and, and what I really hate are people that decide to stand up at concerts and sing out loud and play the air guitar and then turn around and play the air guitar in front of you. I hate that more than anything in the world. Um, Just read that Rapper E-40 got kicked out of the Kings game last night. How classy. Man, I had to deal with some asshole Saints fan when I went to their, the Raider game. I was so glad they were gone in the second half. He's a jinx for my Niners because of his lame-ass bang-bang Niner gang song. Did you see Westbrook go into the fan suite and yell at him? I, I saw a picture of it. I really thought the Kings had no chance in this round. Holy shit, they're holding their own so far. Yeah, look, look. I don't like the Golden State Warriors. I don't like Steve Kerr. I think he's a fucking crybaby. The only reason why he matters is a guy because of the name Michael Jordan. Cry me a river. Look, look, if you you get up and you talk shit to the opposing team's fans, it's part of sports. And, and we've seen a lot more violence at games now we, we have these athletes who can't take being heckled. I tell you what you want you want you want to talk to an athlete that was being heckled? you wanna, you want to talk to a man? I believe today is Jackie Robinson day across the major leagues for the love of God. you want to talk about somebody that was heckled in a man? How about another fella? and it was a, quite a few years later fellow by the name of Henry Aaron. Henry Aaron used to get boxes of mail sent to him at Fulton County Stadium back when the Braves played there saying die inward die because he was going to break Babe Ruth's home run record. Die inward die. Did he stop playing? No. He continued to play, and he broke the home run record. And Hank Aaron is the all-time leader in home runs because there's no asterisk by it. He didn't need steroids. He did it on his own. Yet the man had clumps of hair falling out of his head due to the stress that he was putting his family under. And his family told him to go out there and play baseball. Nowadays, we have athletes going into suites, getting fans get kicked out because they heckle them. Now, short of yelling racial epitaphs at people, then I think you should be kicked out of the stadium if you yell something like that. But if you yell at my at, at Westbrook, hey, I, uh, my my child dribbles better than you, some some shit like that, and he wants to get mad, and you're gonna ride him the whole game, and he's gonna get mad and come into my luxury suite. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna fight him, and I'm gonna get payday because he's gonna beat me up. He's a professional athlete. He's taller than me. Longer reach, whoop my ass, fine. I'm going to become a millionaire. Uh, you can't control other people. There are a lot of uh, inconsiderate pukes out there. Amen to that. Fuck Steve Curry. He's a Phil Jackson of this generation. Wow, he coached teams with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Andre Godawa. Try coaching a fucking Houston Rockets to a title motherfucker and get back to us. Wiggins cost the Warriors that game, missing six threes in the same spot. Wonder if it's caused his baby mama had babies by someone else, allegedly. Look, th- th- this is the thing: if you're a sports fan, don't fucking cry when people talk shit to you. And if you ain't talking shit, and they're talking shit to you, then like you, like Cowboys girl, you can't control. You just hope that that your team comes back and wins, and then you just look at that person and don't say a word. They'll feel like an idiot. I promise you that. They will feel like an idiot at some point. And, and there is nothing better than making people feel like idiots. Now, I really don't like it when the media tries to make us feel like idiots. This weekend... Um, there was a massive shoot, another mass shooting. Now, 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 before we get to it being called a mass shooting. And allegedly, there was a, a, a very decorated high school athlete who was a part of the people that were shot. And he killed, and he was killed. Uh, Phil Dowdle, a senior in high school due to graduate in a few weeks, was shot and killed while celebrating his sister's Alexis Sweet 16 party. Now, this is a sweet 16 party that's in the hood. Just letting you know where it is. And it's 11.45 at night. So I'm thinking that maybe it's going at 11.45. 16. I was 16 once. I know what happens at those parties.
4: Um...
1: Multiple teams were shot at the party as well as his mom who sustained two gunshot wounds. Everybody's grieving. Let's see. Um, four fatalities, multiple injuries after gunfire erupted approximately at 10:30 and in, uh, uh, in Tallapoosa County, the shooting reportedly happened uh, at a dance studio. Officials have not confirmed the number of surviving victims. blah blah blah, blah blah blah. There are probably 250 people there. It's not a mass shooting. So then every drive-by that's ever happened in L.A. is a mass shooting. Every gang reach out, and, and, and I'm sorry, look, look, it happens that these are people of color, and, and I'm judging this book by its cover. It's not a mass shooting. Before anybody go is a mass shooting. No, no, no. No, now now this finally fits into the the category of and it, I'll tell you this right now. This appalls me. You never called them mass shootings before. They were called drive-bys. They were called gang initiations, which I'm betting when this one plays out we'll find that. Um let's see um treating multiple victims several victims gunshot wounds have been transferred um n- no talk about who the shooter was that's why i have a hard time calling this a mass shooting i think this is exactly what it is this is uh, this is just fucking thugs see this is why playing Dungeons and dragons in high school kept my parents from going gray They knew I was being a dork with other dorks, nowhere near a gun. Nowadays, probably kids in the hood are playing like a wand of magic missiles and uh, plus three cringe on dagger, bitch. And sadly, they pull guns and it's all over. Arnie, keep quiet. You're ruining the narrative to try and get my legal guns taken away from me. Yes, I know. I know I'm ruining that narrative yet again. I I just shake my head. I I, I have to shake my head at this stuff. Oh, I, I promise you, I'm going to do this job forever and ever. Amen. Because the world just keeps getting dumber. Ooh, did you hear about that mass shooting in Alabama? No. Was it a school? No, it was at a birthday party in the hood. That's not a mass shooting. Did some dude try to bang his sister and got kicked out of the party so he shot it up? Well, that's the funny thing about the whole story of the shooting: no shooters are mentioned. Well, le- let me let me let me uh, let me see here. Let's see. Uh, let's go Google. Go Alabama shooting. Uh, let's see news. Okay, four dead, twenty-eight injured. New York Times. Um. <laughs> Shooting occurred da, 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 60 miles northeast of Montgomery. Line dancing classes for kids, blah, blah, blah. Another teacher, uh, residents, uh, da, 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 da. Uh, Ms. Dow was 18. Uh, volleyball player was there. Superintendent, governor of Alabama Sunday. This morning, I agree with the people of Dadeville, my fellow Alabamians. That's how you call them, Alabamians. <laughs> Violent crime has no place in our streets and staying closely updated with law enforcement. Hmm? If this was a mass shooting, we'd have the shooter. We'd know who the shooter was. Not a mass shooting. I bet they have a street name like Pookie. (laughs) Gunner. Uh, Did some do? Okay, I read that one. All right, all right. But... The stupidity doesn't in there. Which one is... You know what? Let's do this one first. Did anybody get to see these wonderful videos this weekend of teens taking over Chicago? Um, teenagers, hundreds of them, gathered in downtown Chicago, which, by the way, downtown Chicago is where Chicago makes its money. You see... That's where Michigan Avenue is. That's where the 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 mighty mile, the Almighty Mile, is. All these shops, all these things, right? It's not near the South Side. Downtown is weird. Downtown is kind of in the middle. You got the South Side. You got Downtown. And you got the North Side. North Side where the Cubs are. A little bit more affluent neighborhoods. Um, So you got all these teenagers in downtown Chicago, and they're stomping on cars. Um, They're robbing people. They're jumping people. There's fights breaking out all over the streets. Um, Tourists are being assaulted. All this is happening. And I'd like to point out that the Democratic National Convention just said that that is their city that they're going to next year. Wonderful. Wonderful. By next year, there probably won't be many police left in Chicago due to the dwindling numbers of all the people who are uh, retiring due to the fact that they don't feel safe at work anymore. Chicago, the city where a police officer who just returned to work from maternity leave was sitting in her patrol car and was shot at point blank range in the head. And the city's mayor at the time, good old Mayor Gollum. Nobody likes you. You're- would not allow the rank and file of Chicago police to go and have a funeral for her. They did not give her the the proper funeral that she deserved. Why would would you be a cop in Chicago? This is like when when I asked the question, why, if you're a woman, would you ever vote Democrat again? Progressive Chicago teens take to the streets to show the greatest of their liberal progressive values. Yeah, that's how they want to write it. In their defense, Lori Lightfoot, is one of their final acts of generosity, sponsored a free screening of The Purge earlier in the day and invited everyone to attend. The kids got just a little excited and into the action. Oh, man, we... I. I You know, I'm not gonna ask I'm not gonna ask what's next. I, I have a question though. I do have a question. What's the breaking point? What is that final straw that breaks the camel's back? What is it? I mean, my, my camel's back was broken a long time ago because I'm over all this shit. But what, what, what's it going to be? Is it going to take a baby getting killed in the streets of Chicago for the people to fucking wise up? Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. Babies are murdered all the time there on the South Side with guns. By the way, illegal guns. Guns that are not registered. Illegal people owning these guns. You know, the people that will not follow the gun laws that are already in place... Yet you're going to place more restrictive laws on guns? Oh, I'm sure they'll follow those. I'm sure Lori will blame the white people. And you know what? You know what needs to happen? Is that white people need to come out and say, stop. Stop it. Stop blaming us for every problem that's out there because we're not responsible. I didn't pull the trigger. I didn't buy an illegal gun. Why don't you go after those people? Oh, because they're black? Well, we don't want to put them in jail. They'll become another statistic. No, the statistic they they became was when they committed a crime. I don't know if you've ever watched any of these court TV type shows, but I see a lot of these defendants in there. I remember one uh, one guy who who gladly uh, um, gave his testimony of how he murdered a like a fourteen year old boy, white boy or whatever. And when the mother was giving the victim impact statement before sentencing, which proved this guy is such a fucking loser. Before sentencing, the victim impact panel was given, and this is where they allow victims to share what they've lost and to make that person feel like a piece of shit. I have zero problem with it. He laughed at her. He was laughing at her the entire time. And you know who paid attention to that? A judge, who, by the way, was called racist because he was a white judge. He paid attention to him laughing. He said, sir, you show no remorse, so uh, I'm going to give you the maximum sentence. And as soon as he said maximum sentence, that guy's demeanor changed from a smile to actual tears. He killed a kid, and he knows that when he goes into prison, he killed a kid. Now, he didn't fuck the kid, so he's not a pedo, but he still killed the kid. Might not get you killed, but I'm telling you right now, that brother's teeth are knocked out, and he's given some of the best blowjobs ever. You don't kill kids. Even inmates know you don't kill kids. And then laugh at their parents grieving. And I'm sure that was shown in prison a couple times too. That might have got a broomstick stuck up his ass. I don't know. But once again, the killer is the victim. Because now he's in prison. He's a part just in statistics. Tell you what, when I go to that vape shop, I have my little conversation with tiny Jesus, I just want everybody to know I'm the victim. And by the way, by the way, I just want to point out, you know, if you weren't here earlier in the show, you need to go back and download the first hour at arnyradio.com. I wanted to ask the question, how am I the bad guy because I called somebody? How am I an asshole for calling somebody out that cut in my line? I didn't do anything wrong. I played by the rules. Yet I got called the asshole. Live in a very strange world. Now, it's going to get stranger with this next story I give you. <laughs> Let me tell you a little story about me. There's something that I used to be really, really proud of, and then I had to give up on it. And what I was really, really proud of, and this will sound stupid and lame and, and everything, but in my own fucking fucked up brain, I was always proud of the fact that I never, up until a point, I never had to ask for the, 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 the seatbelt extension on an airplane. I never had to do that for the longest time. And I was always proud of that. I could always fit in the seatbelt. And then lo and behold, the day happened. And I had to ask for a seatbelt extension. Now, the first time I asked for this, I have to tell you, honest to God, I'd never been so ashamed of myself. Never. And then that voice hit me in the back of the head. Hey, Art, do something about it or own it. I said, okay. And what did I do about it? Well, I went on to collect as many seatbelt extensions as I could, and I have a belt now that is nothing but seatbelt extensions. Why? Because I had to make myself laugh about the situation. And yes, I did it to myself. And that's what this next story is about. A plus-sized air passenger has started an online petition demanding change from airlines when it comes to passenger accommodations for people who are larger than others in a change.org position titled demand for the fda to protect plus size customers petitioner jalen cheney a content creator from vancouver washington oh i hate this person already oh and she's a fucking pig oh let let let's play the video shall we let's go honey here we go. 1
8: billion people in the world are plus size. That's roughly 13% of the population. And yet, many airlines still don't have clear policies in place to accommodate plus size passengers. That's why I've started a petition calling on the FAA to require every airline to have a clear customer size policy in place for plus size passengers. No one should have to endure the discomfort, embarrassment, and discrimination that often comes with being a plus size passenger trying to navigate air travel. By signing this petition, you can help us demand that airlines take concrete demand. steps to make air travel more inclusive and accommodating for all passengers. Whether you're plus size or not, everybody deserves to be treated with dignity and respect when they fly. Let's work together to make sure that the...
1: I'm done. Hey, hon, buy two seats. Hey, you fat fuck, buy two seats. Now, if the employees are giving you a hard time because you're such a fat fuck, then maybe you can say something. But to to demand that now we have seats that accommodate your big fat fucking ass? As a fellow fat person, I say, with, with, with every piece of sincerity in my heart, Fuck you too! I did this. It was me. I know that I, 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 I the way I'm going to open my new stand-up show, look, I'm, I'm giving you guys the words right now. There's nothing better than waking up in the morning knowing I am not going to the gym today. I love it. Now, if I went to the gym and I ate right, could I lose weight? Absolutely. I've lost a lot of weight, actually. I already have by, by, by taking my, my Ozempic. I ain't even got the diabetes. I know it would take more, me putting down Dr. Pepper, picking back up Dr. Pepper Zero, or just drinking water. But I'm not here to demand that the airlines make seats comfortable for me. What's next? Are we going to go to ballpark? Or is this the new thing? See, this is why I like the fact that America still fucking shits on fat people. Let me read some comments here. Um they should make fat airlines. It's just a giant cargo plane like the military. There are a few dozen cushioned wooden crates in those lifts and used for zoo animals and the fatties in and out. Most are fat because they've allowed themselves to get fat. Fuck off, cow. Southwest, if you buy a, uh, a D seat, they refund you after your trip. I wonder if Adele needs to buy... Oh, God damn it, Pam. Jesus. You too, Pam. Etu, Pam. Etu. Hello, it's me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, probably not. She's lost a bunch of I was
6: wondering if after all no. these years
1: no. you'd like to meet me. No, I don't, I, I don't want to meet you. Why? Are the, what? Really? You, you're demanding that airlines do this? Are you going to do the same thing for stadiums? Because this is what you're trying to do. You're trying to do <clears throat> what this handicapped guy in Sacramento did. Um, I'm going to tell you the story, then we'll take a break. There's a handicapped guy in Sacramento who's going around to all new building projects, going around trying to get building projects fined because they did not lead up to the ADA standards. And I know this because this was at the exact same time that we were building our own broadcasting studio. It was in a, uh, a business park, if you will and we were custom building the inside. We had to build two studios and a bunch of offices and a kitchen. And wouldn't you know that while building was going on, this fella decided to show up and make sure that he went through everything with a fine-tooth comb and we had to we had to redo a lot of stuff like like the 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 men's room, my bathroom if you will because well you know, somebody had his own bathroom in his office. I didn't. Had to have the 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 rail on there, the seats ha- the, the sink had to be a certain height, all this kind of stuff. Because this guy came through there. The the studio had to be built according to and, and we are like, wait a second, we don't have anybody from the outside world coming in here. This is this is persona non grata. Our significant others weren't even really allowed in the building caused great strife in my house, but that's a whole different story. Um, but we had to adjust to it, and now it seems that this fat broad wants to be that activist now. We're going to have to redo all stadiums? What about all movie theaters? Any place that has seats, they have to, like restaurants, you have to get extra big seats. Christopher says, I hate the phrase plus size. Fuck this soft English bullshit. I'm fat. Being fat is nothing to be proud of, but still, I'm a big fat fucking piece of shit. Every time I hear someone say plus size, it's nails on the chalkboard to me. If an airline wants to make special accommodations for fat people and they can make some money on it, more power to them. That fucktard got us in Wessack, made us build a ramp to the door. What a douchebag. Yeah, we had to build a ramp to our fucking studio. I bet you anything you got knocked out by him who was mad there wasn't a cattle ramp and a gate system like use in bull riding. Oh, God, that's good. 775-357-FANS. Arnie Radio 1 dot gmail.com. <laughs>
3: Six, easy,
5: easy. Uh, welcome
1: back to the big show here on a shitty-ass Monday, but hey, I've tried to make it better for you this morning so far. If by chance you have somehow been a derelict and missed the first two and a half hours of the show, what the fuck? No problem. ArnieRadio.com. Join there. 2 dollars a month. Thousands of shows available. Thousands of hours of content. For you to pick and choose and listen to it all. Now this weekend, I'm sitting around minding my own business, and all of a sudden, phone lights up. I don't know about you, but yeah, isn't it weird? Yeah, Brady kid, I had to move it to tomorrow. Uh, your song will be played tomorrow, I promise. Had to, I had to pay my, pay, play my aggressive music after the incident yesterday, <laughs> crumbling down should have been in the opening segment. Uh, but Lit Up was pretty good again, too. Um, but, yes, yeah, Brady Kid, your song will play tomorrow. So uh, I'm sitting there, and you remember back about 10, 15 years ago, everybody cared about what their ringtones were? Yeah, I don't even fucking have a ringtone. They, but my ringtone is vibrate. And I have a light on there that lets me know in case I can't, you know, hear it vibrate. I don't want to hear my phone ring. Just don't. I don't care if they, if people want to call, they can call me. In I'll answer the phone. And I'll answer your email. I, I, I prefer emails, but okay. So I get an email from V Coop over the weekend. No big deal. Enjoy. I, I enjoy my emails from V Coop. A lot of time they're jokes, but this weekend he sent me the email. <coughs> Let's see. Do I, I I still have it? Yeah, of course I do. I'm not getting rid of Um. He says, um, if this story happens, you'll get credit for your predictions since California is a huge state and many states don't even have that many. I made a prediction at the beginning of 2023 that due to a new bill in California, a major fast food retailer would leave California. Well, according to... To um, McDonald's USA president Joe Erlinger, Arnie's text tone: We're gonna need a bigger boat. <laughs> no joke. Um, state of California, due to uh, Bill, the Fast Bill or the Fast Food Accountability and Standards Recovery Act. Was passed in the state of California in the fall of 2022, last November, and will require fast food restaurants to pay workers a minimum wage of. Are you ready? Are you guys ready out there? All you, all you dock workers that are making 17, 18 bucks an hour? The fast food accountability bill will require places to pay them $22 an hour. Fuck to you, too with an annual raise of 3.5%. The president of McDonald's came out and said today, or this week, or wrote a letter uh, two weeks ago, wrote this letter, and now it's starting to hit the fan. McDonald's is facing significant challenges in California. They have 1,218 McDonald's location, making up about 9% of all the chain stores in the U.S. But the president said, and I quote, it makes it all but impossible to run small business restaurants. The bill would put essential business decisions in the hands of unelected council political insiders, rather than local business owners and their teams, meaning that McDonald's is looking in to close over 1,000 McDonald's in California. Meaning there would be 218 left in the entire state. And V wants to let me know that I get credit if that goes through, and I will take it. Now, Ogre says all talk won't happen. I don't know. Because I'll tell you this right now. I know that these automated McDonald's, the ones that are either drive-through only or automation only, they have like three people working in the kitchen. Who are you supposed to talk to when your order's wrong? Because hmm? they can't talk to you. They're busy back there putting the burgers together and handing them out to people. They, they don't have doors anymore. So do I have to drive through the drive through again? Because if we're going to cause all this automation to happen, and we're paying $22 an hour to people to work at McDonald's. Well, uh, here's my other question. Where are those kids supposed to get job experience now? They can talk to a machine. Oh, I'll probably shove my fucking double cheeseburger back into the machine. You have to call the automated phone line, <laughs> probably. This is a bad idea. This is such a, a horrible idea. I, I, First of all, here's a question I have. Why do kids need so much money? I mean, we're talking about 16-year-olds. 16-year-olds mainly live at home. 16-year-old ain't supposed to be able to qualify for a brand-new fucking Lexus. He's 16. Do we not believe in rites of passage anymore? If that's a thing of the past, please let me know. How about earning your spot? How about earning that $22 an hour? You know who deserves that? I know firefighters that don't get paid $22 an hour, yet they'll run into a burning building, but you're telling me you're going to pay more to somebody who gets my fucking order wrong? I love it. I love, like, like, like I said, what's the breaking point? I remember, I, I remember, and I know that I sound like an old man, and I'm okay sounding like an old man. I don't give a fuck. I remember when McDonald's were built, and you'd have the fucking the ball crawl, the playland, all that kind of stuff. And you know what? That stuff still needed. Not everybody can afford incredible Joes or incredible Mikes or whatever that place is called, or these, you know. I, I mean. Oh, by the way, hey you fuckers that that told me to watch that that Nick Cage movie, Willy's Wonderland. That movie is fucking nightmare fuel. I I, I just want to let you know that, that if you watch that damn movie, wh- where where the hell is it? Where where is that line at? Uh, oh, I think it's in the newest drops. Here it is, right here. Yeah. The
6: hideousness of that will haunt my dreams forever.
1: So it's like the Chuck E. Cheese animals—they—they they get taken over by by demonic spirits and they kill everybody that comes in. In this town, they, they 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 put up strangers and they put them in there and they kill them. The machines kill them. Well, unless you're Nicolas Cage. So that's kind of been a Nick Cage you know film movie weekend since I saw Renfield, so I was like, oh, I'll watch this. There was nothing on. Literally, there were no wrestling on, so I ain't got nothing to watch. And I had already I had already forced Braddy Kidd to watch Renfield, which is not her kind of movie. So I ain't gonna make her watch it. That movie was terrible. Nicolas Cage didn't even speak. Nicolas Cage did an hour and forty minute movie and didn't say a fucking word, but he killed Chuck E. Cheese. God damn, that was a dumb movie. But not everybody can afford that place. They can afford to go to McDonald's for a birthday party and go in the ball crawl and do all that kind of stuff. (laughs) I believe that motherfucker was for me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, thanks a lot, Christopher. Watch his movie Pig, a lot better. I got about five to ten minutes into that movie, and it was too stupid for me. I wish I would have done the same. I was just waiting for Nick Cage to say something, anything. Anything. He said nothing. They paid him millions of dollars to beat up animatronics, and he didn't say a fucking word. My point, though, going back, is that and you might find this to be sad. You might find this to be horrific. People make a lot of memories at places like that. We're tearing them all down because we need to pay 16-year-olds $22 an hour. Do you not want people to have memories in the future? I'm just wondering. New season of Barry came out yesterday and didn't disappoint. You should give it another shot. I can't do it. Maybe when it, it, it it's all over and it, I, I can I can z- binge it all. I watched a couple of episodes. I, t- I tried to get Brady Kid to watch Justified because I know that's coming back to FX this summer. Justify was a great show. Timothy Oliffiant, fucking fantastic show. She fell asleep. Yeah. All right. Next story here. This is such th- this is this is when political correctness goes so wrong. Columbia College, a private non for profit college in Chicago is facing a a gigantic lawsuit that they will lose after uh, a student's father was denied permission to use a campus restroom. After watching Mac and me, I want a dance party at McDonald's. According to a report, Jose Palencia was dropping his son, Jose Jr. off at the school's campus and he needed to use the restroom. A security guard allegedly denied the father's access to the restroom after multiple pleas. Um, The father, who has survived not one, but two strokes, which has left him walking with a cane and limited mobility of his left side, when he was denied access to the bathrooms, well, you could hear his wife say, Will you poop on me? Because Mr. Jose, sadly, defecated on
2: himself. It's now time for another poop word of the day. Today, instead of saying you're going to go take a poop, just say you're going to go liquidate some assets.
1: I know Hangtown Jen's not here, but I had to do it since the guy did poop himself. Um, The family spoke out to the media regarding it, saying how humiliated the father was. Things got complicated as my dad could no longer hold it. I, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, be honest with you. If my dad, if my dad shit himself, there's no way I could go on TV. And and, and this gal goes on TV and says this stuff. Um, I, there's no video of, oh, is, oh, there is video. Oh, wait, we have video. Oh, I could never do this to my father. Cash
5: back is good. And
1: I'll tell you the why double I couldn't do it to
3: my father. It's even better.
1: The son is a third-year student here at
6: Columbia College this and is their last fault, last mine. his disabled father was dropping him off at this entrance right here on South Wabash when security denied his father use of the restroom, which is against school policy. Am I supposed to accept this apology
8: for what they did to my father? No. I've been coming here for three quiet years, getting dropped off here every day. I'm an honor student here. So why did not my father become treated this way, regardless of policy?
6: This past Tuesday, his go. father, who suffered two strokes and doesn't have full use of the left side of his body, was denied use of the restroom at 916 South Wabash, despite pleading with security that it was an emergency.
8: Things got complicated. As my dad could no longer hold it, my father ended up defecating himself right in front of staff. Can you...
1: Now, 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 look, now, look. As much as I'd want that to happen to my dad, I wouldn't want that to happen. Because I'd want to wait and use that against him on my own personal <laughs> level. Like, I could never, ever go on mic and go, my father defecated himself because of this. I mean, that that's pretty damn sad. No, no, sir, you can't come in here. Sorry. <laughs> I I really, a part of me really hopes that the guy just, he had his phone and he said,
0: Sorry, folks, park's closed. The moose out front should have told you.
1: And then maybe somehow would have said...
8: A reminder, Columbia shouldn't have a hippo problem.
5: All right, y'all have a good day. Do you guys know you can go to Cambodia and shoot an RPG at a cow?
1: Boy, as much as I'd want to be on a live mic and said, this caused my father to defecate on himself. Now, see, I wouldn't use defecate. And I wouldn't use shit because I don't want it to get edited out. I would have gone for either doo-doo or poopied himself. Because I think those are funnier. See, and it's all about. It, 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 look, look, look here. If you live your life the way that my friend Dan and I kind of like to live our lives, you do shit for the story. Now, like I said, this weekend, as I started the show off, the first fifty minutes of the show was about my weekend. I did not go out looking for any of those incidents to happen. They just happened, and it makes a great story. When, when, when you find stuff that the. You do it for the story. I'm. I'm just going to tell you this. If I'm ever denied access to a place, I am going to shit myself. Oh, you know what? I have to take a moment right now. Um, I have to fall on the sword, <laughs> and I have to apologize to to my superstar, to 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 my rock, to Brady Kid. I have to apologize to her. Um, after we got done with our our run-in with Run DMC at at Olive Garden and the hookers, we had to go grocery shopping. Well, my stomach was a little unsettled after all that creamy goodness of seafood Alfredo. And as we're walking in the store, I let her know. Um... I said, "Hey, uh, my my stomach's rumbling. Uh, I might I might shit myself in the store." And she's like, "Oh, you, the bathrooms are here." I was like, "I'm not going to have time." So uh, we had we had gone through uh, we fast forwarded through the vegetable section. They were out of uh, chives for my baked potatoes, so we just hightailed it out of there. Went to the meat department, got some meat, got some burgers, and we needed buns. And as we're walking down the the bun aisle, I feel a bit of a rumbling. Yep, yep, feel a bit of a rumbling in my stomach. And uh, I was like, well, do I chance it? I was like, well, for the story, yes, you chance it. And I'm standing in line, and and Braddy Kid was in front of the the shopping cart, and I was behind it because she was being nice and getting my bread for me. So she couldn't hear it when I did the... (laughs) because it wasn't really really loud it was really a, it was more of a one of one of those and i i started laughing and i didn't say a word and then she put the bread in the basket and then somehow let me walk in front of her and she was behind me and and this this noxious cloud of gas decided that it was going to take the journey down the bread aisle with us while engulfing Braddy Kid. <laughs> oh, it was it was a bad one. It was not, not my worst part by any means, but it was bad. And uh, when when she finally when it did like start to singe the hair on her nostrils. That's when I let it go that, yes, I I had done that to myself, and and she was not happy with me, and I still thought it was funny. Uh, So I want to take the time to apologize to Braddy Kid, who just called me an asshole. Uh, Sorry about that. I apologize for my noxious gas. You I did not crop dust her. No, 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 no. I farted, and then for some reason she got behind me. I, I didn't want her to be a part of it. I wanted her to stay in front of me. I mean, I could have said, hey, stay in front of me, but, you know, it just kind of lurked. Like, it it moved past the hamburger buns all the way down to the fancy bread and then down to the the wonder-type area. It was not good. It was not good at all. Was it funny? Absolute. Hysterical. Fucking awesome. One of my favorite things I've ever done, but I do apologize for it. Uh, Before we get into our last two stories, we do have a story out of one of the most popular places to visit in Canada. A Saskatchewan city CEO of tourism is facing calls for resignation over allegedly sexualizing slogans that some sexual assault survivors have left them re-traumatized. Tim Reed, CEO of uh, (laughs) Regina's Tourism Agency, experienced Regina and Regina Exhibition Association Limited faced backlash after certain slogans and phrasings joking about Regina rhyming with vagina appeared on the social media accounts, including this one that was in a movie in 2016.
0: A hush falls over the crowd as rookie sensation Wade W.
3: Wilson out of Regina, Saskatchewan lines up the shot. This
0: form looks good.
3: Oh, that's
1: why Regina rhymes with fun. Later. So now they're using that as a city slogan. Also, they use the slogan Show us your Uh, uh, regina. Oh, my uh, God, that is so fantastic. Show us your regina. True story, several years back, I did a barium swallow. Uh, Everything was fine until an hour later driving to Costco when my bowels were like, right fucking now, and I was trying to get into Costco, begging to use a closer bathroom but had to limp and start squirting on my way back to the car, literally holding my ass in front of other people. I threw a towel on my driver's seat and floored it through the parking lot to the back of the property by a dumpster. Thank God I had a plastic tub in the trunk. I've never taken a bigger shit in my life, and suffice to say, good thing I soon after (laughs) moved to Albuquerque because I will never go back there out of embarrassment. My man and I were in truck bed camping a few years back. Next morning, he woke up and farted and decided to dutch oven me over into the covers. Once I got free, I leaned over to the side of the truck, threw up. It was so bad, it made me hurl. He just started laughing his ass off. That is fantastic. Show us your vagina. Now... Uh, now uh. Somebody who's all up in the arms about this, this lady named Bernadette Wagner, a, eh, Said many survivors of sexual assault, including me, have been triggered and re-traumatized by this horrid campaign. Nor am I the only one who's absolutely tired of this, tired of the bad jokes, tired of the sexual harassment, tired of responding to this misogyny, and especially when it comes from our own tourism department. It's time for the city to ch- take action and change the fucking name. It's called Regina, for God's sakes. What do you have? You were you never a kid? I, I mean, honestly, like, like I'll never forget. I I got written up once in the radio station. Written up? Not really written up. I was just talked to. I was on the morning show. Now, this is way back in the Reno days, and I'm not kidding about this story. Um, we had the sales staff. We had a great sales staff, like the sales staff, except a couple of them. There are a couple of them that we didn't like. There was Heather, the alcoholic chain smoker, who, who was a former figure skater, but just, she was on the verge of being almost decent looking but still had kind of a vibe to her. And then there was this other sales lady. Her name was Regina. And she was impossible to please. No matter what your commercials, like, like we were in charge of writing and scripting our own commercials and things like that being on the morning show. We wanted to make them sound like, hey, if we're endorsing this product, we want to make it sound like an endorsed product. We don't want it to sound like a fucking written commercial. Yet she would always write copy for us, and she'd always bitch and moan until it sounded just like hers. And I hated doing it. I hated doing spots for her. And if she had remotes, when we would go out on remote locations and have people come down and we'd sign them up for fucking stupid-ass shit, she was always fucking way behind in paying, and she was a total bitch to work with. Well, her name's Regina. And it doesn't take much for fucking a- absolute assholes like me to go, well, I'm not going to call you that anymore. And 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 one day in work, she said hello to me. And I said, well, hello, Regina. <laughs> now, I did this in a pretty uh, well-occupied break area. <laughs> I do believe I, I heard someone spit a beverage out which meant I did my job that day. Yes and then I had to go talk to the general manager. Yes I, 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 that was very frowned upon that I called her Regina but that was our new name for. Her. And when I when I used to have a family I, I had a niece um, who uh, my brother-in-law Tom and I we like to call her name was Gina uh, but it depended and I told I told my brother-in-law Tom, God rest his soul. I told him this. I said, depending on how she's acting, she's either Queena, and he thought that was funny. And then I said, or if she's acting like a little bitch, she could act like a little bitch. uh, I go, we'll call her Gina. And when I said Gina, he had to leave the room. He was laughing so hard. So for Regina, Saskatchewan to come out and go, we're tired of this, then change the fucking name. For the love of God. We're tired of all the, the jokes. <laughs> Change your name, stupid. Either that or fucking live up to it. I love the show us your regina. It, 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 if they had a t shirt that was big enough to fit me, I'd wear that. I'd be a proud, if I lived in Saskatchewan, first of all, I don't know what the fuck I did wrong. Now. I got to live in Saskatchewan. But if I'm living in Regina, that would be my low, I would want to live there. Why? Because it sounds like vagina, because that's funny. Changed its name to its cold, eh? No shit. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh wow, we have to we have to take a little trip here, don't we?
4: Oklahoma, Oklahoma.
1: Okay, yeah! Bubba, what's out there? Bubba, somebody out there? Go get him, Bubba. Nothing. Nothing from Bubba. Neighbors are having a party on Friday, 3 o'clock in the morning. Now, it's a little late, but I don't don't hear anything. I can't hear it. You know who can hear it? Bubba. Who decides to start barking at 3 o'clock in the morning? Bubba. Why? Because Bubba wasn't invited to the party. All right. Now, that's not the only sound effect I have to play with this story. Nope. I remember you did a story decades ago about an English city called Lunt and how people were vandalizing it with a C. Look, my, my favorite story of all time, and I, I think I sent this to uh, Christine of uh, Fred and Christine. Uh, there's a sh- there was a shirt that Target put out that they accidentally spelled out the word cunt in, in, it was, like, through different letterings of words. And they pulled it off the shelf because people were all upset about this. True story, the University of North Texas used to be North Texas State University. The Mean Green, Screaming Eagles, whatever you want to call them. Mean Joe Green went there. Stone Cold Steve Austin went there. And hashtag TL2024 went there and graduated from there. Well, they changed the name of the university from North Texas State University to the University of North Texas. Very, very uh, progressive school, always has been. Very artsy school. And I'll never forget reading the story about when the university wanted to change the radio station's name, it was like uh, WNTS, you know, they're an old W station, nobody wants to get rid of or, you know. And they wanted to change it to KUNT, and the FCC wouldn't let them. <laughs> but you can offer order, you, you can, I think you still can, if you go to the university's bookstore... You can get a University of North Texas mug, and it says in big green letters, U-N-T, and you turn it to the handle, and there's a big C right there. Fantastic. Now, back to my story out of Oklahoma. Um, Married former substitute teacher Emma Delaney Hancock. Yeah. Woo. Hello, Miss Hancock is accused of kissing and sending nudes to a 15-year-old student. She faces two counts of soliciting sexual conduct with a minor by using technology. She also faces two counts of lewd or indecent acts to a child under the age of 16. By the way...
5: This is so
1: fucking fantastic, this part here. Miss uh, Hancock, 26. Just so happens to be the daughter of the town mayor. No, that's not it. Um... Her husband is the town's police chief. (laughs) Now, if, if, if I'm this kid's family, the first thing I'm doing is putting a nice big for sale sign on my house. Because... I just got a truck driver with the Oklahoma sucks jokes. He was dying LMAO. Very good. Very good. Um, the chi- and 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 look, no fault to the 16-year-old. He's he's a 16-year-old. You got the police chief's wife sending you naked pictures? The first thing I would have done was, I, if I was a 16-year-old, I don't know how this, they got caught. A few weeks in, uh, with the teen, he sent a shirtless snap of himself. Oh, that's a dumb move. Uh, she responded saying, are we sending na- half-naked pictures now? I don't know, are we? Are we trying to get me to lose my job, she says. And then she sent the pictures over. I'll just tell you this right now. Ooh. That ain't her, is it? Well, that's her. Boy, she got bad looking real quick. Um, I I, I, got, I, got, I just got to say, I got to say. If I'm a 16-year-old and I know that your husband's a police chief, as soon as you even text me, I'm running to the police station. I'm saying, hey, officer, I didn't do anything. Your wife sent me this. Please don't fucking gun me down. Please, please respond to any 911 calls at my house. I don't want to break up your marriage. She does. Jesus, this fucking headline is... Why is it, why San Francisco is the, in the grip of an apocalyptic death loop? A boom in working from home has trashed the local economy while drugs and homelessness spiral in the streets. Oh, my God. Whoa. Now, wait a second. I got to ask, is that real? I'm si- Oh, man. They have a-, a Britain's Got Talent. And they had a kid with Down syndrome dancing. And they passed him through to the next level. I can't watch that. If I watch that video, I'm going to hell. I can't do it. I just can't do it. I'm... Because we already know I'm going to hell and you guys want me to all fucking watch it. God damn it. Why do you people make If you are stuff? type two and take metformin, well, check your feet and legs for these two things that I'm gonna show you in this video. To come an audition
7: for us judges today at the Britain's Got Talent Audition. How do you feel about that?
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 That's it. Audition. All right. Oh, boy, here's the dance. Oh, God damn it. Oh, Jesus, here's the dance part. What do you got, Bubba? Bub, I shouldn't do this? You-
5: Come on, play. You may be surprised how affordable leaf filter gutter
1: protection can be. They really are. Check now. No. Click below to check. No, thanks.
2: How did you find the whole experience, Joanne? We found it pretty overwhelming <laughs> and just
6: incredible, absolutely incredible. When the crowd gets going in the, in the theater, it just makes our hearts go, and we just love doing it, don't we, yeah. and sharing
3: our yeah. passion for dance. It's just fantastic. Were, were, you, um, were you nervous? No. <laughs> no. Not at all. No. I love that. <laughs> ah, so how did they're you not feel dancing.
1: when you
2: when you walked out on that stage? Were
1: they, were they, they're not dancing. I want to see the fucking dance. Show me the dance. I'll say I want to see if this kid really gets through. Or is this just all virtue signaling? It's all bullshit. I think it's all bullshit. All right. Well, I'm not going to hell. So there you go. Y'all, y'all are y'all, y'all are safe. Y'all ain't going to hell either. All right, final story out of Los Angeles where they just talked about San Francisco's an apocalyptic deaths group. (laughs) Oh,
3: Jesus
1: Christ almighty. I'm
3: going to let this business... ...naked and unafraid and just a feet away from the Beverly Hills border. As the tents go up, the clothes come off, and now outraged locals are fighting back against the nudity, narcotics, and negative impact on their businesses. That's a lot of ends. Reporter Christian Cordero joining us live now, hearing from those neighbors tonight. Christian.
8: On San Vicente and Beverly Grove, people are having a hard time sleeping at night, whether it's because they're on the streets or running the businesses alongside it. Debra is among the
2: latter. I have a nice clientele, but now my clientele is getting to the point where they just don't feel comfortable. She has owned her hair business for two decades, has seen the crisis grow within the
8: past two years and escalate within the past two weeks. This woman lying naked on a couch in the middle of the day is the latest reminder of how deep this issue runs. By the way, she's fat. One
2: day out there and I'm thinking like, oh my God. And then the next day I came back and she's all over the couch and she's just naked. She was crying, I felt bad for her. You know, I wanted to, like, like, give her something to cover up, but I feel that if, if I do the little things, then I'll have everyone coming asking for help. Damn Southern right.
8: California's top homelessness official said today this issue isn't.
1: Um, so the, the, this, is, this is a problem that, that you can't get to your businesses now because you have fat, naked people on couches in the middle of L.A. and the police are doing nothing. Why are they doing nothing? Because nothing, nobody wants to do anything about it. If that's my business, I know that they arrested that guy in, what, San Francisco or New York that that, that hosed off that homeless person. I wouldn't hose him off. I'd fucking water fucking hose him off. They're taking money away from the city by blocking parking spaces. Literally, they are in—I I just watched the video. I, I put the video up. In the the island, the separating the the two directions the street is going, there are camps up in that. Why? Because nobody has the balls to say it. Get them out. I'll say it. Get them the fuck out. Well, where would they go? I don't give a fuck. That's not my responsibility. Do you want to ruin truly one of the better states in the, and, and California was a great state for a long time. I can't take away from that. It's a fucking pit now. The only decent part of the state is the northern part of the state once you get past Modesto. It's time to start putting sterilization chemicals in municipal water. You humans need to stop breathing. Breathing. Yeah, it, it, it's it's <laughs> I mean, I'd probably laugh my ass off if I'm a tourist and I'm driving down to the Beverly Center and I see some fat homeless broad on a fucking giant couch that's been thrown out. Good God almighty. But we need to help them. Oh, okay. Yeah, you want to help them. All right. Well, you give them money. And see what they do. See if they get a studio apartment or if they buy, I don't know, Trank or Crank or Meth. Or hooch. See what they do. Because I'll tell you this right now. I promise you they aren't going out to get a home. I'll say about 95% will take that money and use it for bad. But you people want to keep saying, oh, we got to help them out. All right, well, help them out. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. But, hey, what do I know? All right, that's going to do it for us today, Ass Family. Uh, thank you for putting up with my stories and my tangents today. I appreciate it. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic Monday, and adios, everybody. <laughs>
6: crazy when you said goodbye i didn't have that far to go but i made a wrong turn somewhere in the night down a long and lonely road Honky Tonkville, an ideal Home away from home, sweet
5: home Honky Tonkville, where I don't feel A thing since you've been gone Where the
6: future's always bright
5: In the glow of neon
6: lights Living high on Barstool Hill
5: In Honky Tonkville Friendly faces Everywhere I turn
6: Dropping quarters In the slot Lord knows that we've all Got memories to burn
5: And that's why that jukebox Plays around the clock Honky
3: Tonkville, an ideal Home away from home, sweet home Honky Tonkville, where I don't feel A thing since you've been gone
6: Where the future's always bright And the glow of neon lights Living high on to Hill In Honky Tonkville Living high on Barstool here in Honky
5: Tonkville.
3: You've got to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is. The Arnie State Show. Ooh. you've been listening to the arnie state show at ArnieRadio.com. stop it stop it stop, stop 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 talking um i i did just want to take a moment to thank everybody goodbye now i am going
2: to go get laid
1: goodbye see you tomorrow hey, hey,
3: hey, goodbye. goodbye goodbye
8: he's done that's what's happened it's over he's
3: finished law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him